Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Playoff basketball. We back, baby. We back. Full squad again for the second episode in a row. I'm so proud of all of us for making it here on, on time and also not being sick right now because it feel like we missing one person every single episode. No, 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 no. We're staying healthy over here. Okay. Being fit. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. If you're listening on audio platforms, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. If you're on the YouTube channel, go to your audio platform, the Spotify, this Apple podcast, and pre-download those episodes and help us get those numbers up. Because uh, at the end of the year, our contract is up. And the more downloads and views, the better we look. We look, um, which means we make more money. And yeah, that's, this, that's next, why we this, do this. This next time around, it's, 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 for, it's for my unborn. I'm thinking nine figures personally. I was thinking eleven. Oh damn! Oh, my key, my key the is more going than to, year. Yeah, I guess my key so. is going to college off this next one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for real, for real, it's, it's bigger than me. But um, <laughs> what y'all want to start with? Last time we was here was Saturday. We had um my my Knicks playing. Mm-hmm. Your Lakers played. We had multiple three one leads. Um, I was I said the last time we was here. We gonna we gonna get to everything. I was just talking about what we got now. Like, yeah. it's, but we gotta we gotta talk about what has happened. You're right because we ain't we ain't been here since what Saturday. Saturday. So we had Saturday games, Sunday games, Monday night games. Mm-hmm. So we got three days of games, and you're right. We have things series look crazy. Um, the last time we was here, the Nuggets were up two one, mm-hmm. and yep. we're trying to go three one. Mm-hmm. That series is now two two. Um, my Knicks had it tied up. We're now down three one, and your Lakers were one one, and y'all up three one now. So a lot has happened. Saturday is Laker game. Uh, well, I could start with my Knicks game real quick. That mm-hmm. Saturday was not worth even mentioning or talking about. We got our ass kicked. We played like um, we played like a soft ass team. That's just what happens. We get embarrassed on the road against a team with a lot of heart, a lot of soul. And um, Saturday was embarrassing. I don't even think I finished watching that. I game. fell asleep on that game. Yeah, like, I genuinely fell asleep. Woke up. It was fourth quarter. They're still down by twenty. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Literally mm-hmm. embarrassing. Never even wanted to go back yeah. to rewatch what I missed. It, it just it's like they're getting a taste of their own medicine. Like they did what they did to the Cavs last series. It's like that's happening to them in this series. And but, it just happened like that. Like yeah. it's been like three days since the Cavs series ended. It feels like, and it's a totally different Knicks team. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of saw that in the regular season, right? They go on a seven game win streak and then lose five in a row. Uh, just like the identity gets shifted. And I I thought if I remember correctly, when Shams was here, he was trying to predict these series and stuff. And I think I picked the Knicks just because they had the depth and they looked so damn good in that first one that mm-hmm. I was like, in that first series, I was like, okay, the Miami Heat on a nice little run, but I do trust the Knicks a little bit more. It's 3-1, man. And it don't feel like a 3-1 that we should be talking, oh, can the Knicks come back? Because you talk about these post-game pressers after last game with Julius Randle saying maybe they wanted more. The body language, you know, he's like the king of when I'm having a good game, I'm going to show it in my body. If I'm having a bad game, I'm not. Um, it don't feel like this team got it, man. Don't yeah. feel like they got it. I mean, the Heat are packing the paint. They're living with a lot of these threes. Jalen Brunson, they were talking about his ankle could be affecting his long-range jumper. Josh Hart has not been finding his shot. So they're, uh, they're missing a lot of threes. Now, honestly, I feel like that's kind of the, the discrepancy. Both the teams are fighting, honestly. It's coming down to a lot of, oh, the other game wasn't that close. But a lot of these games are coming down to it. And I feel like it's just one or two plays that's giving the edge, and feel like the threes, honestly. And yeah, Max Struess. Yeah, Max the Max Struess threes was close. Crazy the series. The role players from Miami are stepping it up. Yeah, and that's and they, not something that I really would have thought would have happened. Mm-hmm. I would feel. I felt like the New York Knicks role players would have outplayed the Miami mm-hmm. Heat role players, but it's honestly like the flip side because you really wouldn't expect this from the Heat. This team on paper does not look anywhere near as talented as the Knicks, but they're just being outworked, and guys are just playing hard. 
and they just making the right plays all the time. And I think that that's Mm-mm. really a determining factor of this game. And I think Julius Randle himself is being contained to a level that you wouldn't expect. Bam out of Why wouldn't you expect it? Bam out of – I mean, I, not say I wouldn't expect it, but I feel like he could play better than this. Um, Bam out of bio is doing a great job. And but are, doing you a surprised good job. That, are you surprised that Bam is, is locking him up and he's having troubles? No. Okay. I but was I'm just also, about to mention I also like the that Spoh sometimes randomly throw double teams at him. Like, they're not just doubling him all the time. They're, like, making him think about the game, too. And I feel like that's the best way to play. When you randomly throw double teams at guys, kind of throw them off their rhythm a little bit. And I remember them doing that in the regular season. And I remember we were winning, or we won the game, and I went on Twitter and I talked about how he had that I, I'm that worries me, gives me concerns. And I was getting into it with Nick fans because it was like, hey, in the playoffs, it's going to be different. And we won the game anyway. And here it is. You're, you're bringing it up as a problem. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's disappointing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a conflicted fan right now because anytime you go into the season, what you hope for and you wish for is that your team has a better year this year than the previous year. That's all you really want. But the thing about players and a lot of the players that are on the Knicks, what they don't realize is that this shit is not guaranteed. And for us to be in this position where we manhandled handled the talented Cleveland Cavaliers and it made me think we were grimy, we were tough, we were physical, we were, you know, gritty. I don't think that. I think the Cavs were a little softer, and I think they were just a little younger in the experience of playoff basketball, and we were able to take advantage. But I don't believe that we tough no more. It's like if you see, if you go somewhere, if you at school, let's just take it back to high school or middle school. If you're at school and you see a dude beat somebody up, you're like, damn, he can fight. And then you see him fight somebody else and he get his ass whooped. It's like, oh, no, he never could fight. That dude he fought just couldn't fight at all. <laughs> That's yeah. what the Knicks look like right now. We beat up on the Cavs. It's like, oh, them up. they got hands. They can fight. Mm-hmm. And now we're fighting somebody who actually knows how to fight and they whooping our ass. So we didn't really know how to fight. We just beat up on a team that had no experience in fighting at all. Yeah. And I'm conflicted because you want to be happy. And it's like, oh, it's been a great season. But at the same time, when you beat the Cavs, like I was saying, you have the Bucks. You have the Bucks out. Giannis is out. You play against Miami Heat, who's no slouch at all, which is why they beat the Bucks. but they're missing Tyler Hero. And now it's like, oh, I had people tweet me while we were still in the Cavs series. Like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all going to be able to go to Eastern Conference Finals. They ain't got Tyler Hero, blah, blah, blah. And we down 3-1. Mm-hmm. And there's no fight. I'm fine with losing as long as it's respectable. I tell Mike that all the time on, on, mm-hmm. on, on 2K with my team when we play. I'm like, hey, I, I don't mind that you beat me. I just hate when 2K make it to where you got to beat me by fucking 27 when it was just a, <laughs> when it was just a seven-point game. But that right. fast to run is just uncontrollable. I can't do anything right. That's what, that's what I feel like in real life as well. If Jimmy Butler had 50, I'd be like, man, that may, we just Bro, we tip your no I put yeah. a parlay in, and I put a parlay in, and I thought, man, this shit going to hit. Because all I needed was like, Jimmy Butler get 30 points. Everything else was hit. And, like, you know, I try to, like, plan it out. Like, you know, do a little scenario what could happen in the game. And I'm like, this, this is going to happen. And everything hit. All I need was Jimmy Butler to get 30. I'm like, he got to close it out. Ain't no way the Knicks going to not let out. him. Uh, ain't no way he not going to have to close it out against the Knicks because they going to fight back. Yeah. It was Max Schultz. <laughs> it's the other play. Bam at a bio. Bam at a bio. I've been talking Bam shit about as a recent... He had a great game. He did. He had a great game. Offensively, defensively, he was everywhere. He did. He's rolling really hard to the rim, and I love that. He's definitely getting to the rim and finishing. And I think that's one of the best things he could do, use what? the size mm-hmm. and be physical. And I think Mitchell Robinson's kind of not been the same Mitchell Robinson we saw in the first round. So mm-hmm. all that kind of has come to, like, and then Josh Hart. 
Josh Hart isn't having that same impact that he had last round. So yeah. everything like, that happened last round that you saw them like really fighting and being gritty, none of that shit is there. No I'm more. loving it from Josh Hart because I don't think Josh Hart wavers. I have a problem with a lot of guys on our team, and Mitchell Robinson is one of them because Mitchell Robinson is a guy who can go out there and look disinterested, have no effort, no fight. Like stuff on Twitter. It's just he liked something recently today. But him, Julius Randle, um, sometimes RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin. We got cool guys. Mm. I don't fuck cool. Like, yo, I swear, if y'all ever get the chance or y'all ever interested, this is even for the people at home, go back and rewatch the game. Watch the condensed for nine minutes. And just watch. Just watch only the heat buckets and see a lot of the shit that's going on. A lot of the times it's just poor effort. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I get it. Your basketball player happens when you're tired and shit. But when you got your back against the wall on a roll and you're in the game, we were in the game. We were there. We only lost by like what seven, eight points. We were there. There was points in times where it was a a, a a three point swing, or we was cutting it into five or seven point. Like we were right there in arm's reach. Y'all can never get over the hump either. And you got guys, Jalen Brunson, who you went to Villanova. I know you taught how to play basketball the right way. Why are you launching out on closeouts to Caleb Martin? Kyle, like Quinn Grimes, you're a basketball prodigy who went to Kansas, went to Houston, and played for Coach Sampson. I know you know how to close out properly. We're launching at guys blindly, and they just take a step, settle themselves, and knock it while you flying by. I seen that happen like three times in one quarter. Julius <laughs> Randle launch out uh, nonchalantly and get driven, and Caleb Martin is putting motherfuckers on a poster again. A lot of that, yeah. How many offensive read? How many possessions were these motherfuckers had? In, three in the to fourth four quarter, shots? there was like three possessions in a row where they gave up offensive rebound. There was one where they got four shot attempts just because the Knicks didn't have the effort, and then you got Caleb effort. Martin just coming in and getting the board and a, a long rebound. Kyle Lowry got one. It's like man, Kyle Lowry got that because <laughs> R.J. Barrett didn't bark. R.J. Barrett is like four or, or more inches taller than than him, and he mm-hmm. couldn't buy him out because of effort there's a there's a viral clip of your boy talking to his aau team he said the one thing we not gonna coach in this motherfucker is effort yep. damian mm-hmm. lewis said, i ain't coaching no motherfuckers on effort that's the one mm-hmm. thing we ain't coaching you're gonna be coached every minute while you're here in this camp while you're in a hotel while you're on a court off the court you always gonna be coached but we not coaching effort because that's some shit that's just there especially when you're down two one in miami knowing when you go back home down three one it's a it's a big odds that y'all going y'all ass home but you could tie it here retake home court advantage and just win at home mm-hmm. but no nah, y'all motherfuckers don't want to play tom thibodeau you want to keep playing these bum ass motherfuckers i i, I hate <laughs> i hate that what you do previously don't matter unless you're a star. Unless, if you ain't Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, if you ain't them motherfuckers type, that type level, what you do right now is what I'm looking at. So, Quinn Grimes, if you ain't doing shit, sit the fuck down, please. <laughs> Miles McBride is in the fucking game. Why? It's not the time. Put Derrick Rose in this bitch. Put Fournier in this motherfucker. Some real shit. I need some niggas who got some also, shit to prove. I was thinking that with Derrick Rose. Yeah, when I, when you, when I'm so tired of seeing Isaiah Hurst on the floor. I ain't gonna lie. We haven't got a, a Pierre Knicks rant in a very long time. These so. motherfuckers. They've been playing well. Yeah, there's no reason. There hasn't been a reason to. When I seen Miles McBride, I was seen by Derrick Rose, and all I could think about is him checking in the game with no accessories. No on. accessories. <laughs> no accessories. Yeah, like, like motherfuckers just out there playing like straight bums. And he, and they're not bums. That's why I'm I'm obviously upset. And and then you got this cool ass motherfucker on the other side of the court. <laughs> Eric Spoelstra just can do no wrong. I love and hate him. Only reason I have any hate is because he's beating my Knicks ass. He's just so cool. He got 
that he he got the bomb ass bench if we being honest. Yeah, he's he putting does. them all in positions to thrive. Yeah. These motherfuckers are just thriving. Hayward Highsmith. Hayward Highsmith. <laughs> while we got a seventeen point lead, you go in there and get some run, and Jimmy, you come sit down. Like literally gauging the game smart, and it's not astronomical. That shit Thibs wouldn't do. We'd have a twenty two point lead. Julius Randle was, was out still, there. He would still be in the game. And then when they make the comeback that every team in the playoffs probably will do, now Julius Randle is fucking tired, tired and he's hitting yeah. the tip of the rim because he has no legs. Just simple shit like that. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel, quickly, you out with an ankle sprain? Really? Really? This is the time? Really? I, I, an ankle fucking sprain? Bro, and, his defense, and you ain't got no boot on? Oh, man. And his defense, y'all ain't missing him too much. He hasn't done shit this playoffs. <laughs> he at least could have hit them some of them threes. Shout out, shout out to Nick's click. Click. Let me read y'all this. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle now has the fifth lowest field goal percent- percentage in playoff history through his two runs, the worst since 1954. Damn. Less than after a decade of the league's creation. Only players under 40% since 2000 are Dylan Brooks and D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> who are both 4% better than Randall. Yeah. Every Nick, except Josh Hart, plus two points per game, is averaging less points in the playoffs than a regular season. Quickly has had six points, 10% field goal percentage, Bro. 13 field goal Holy percentage shit. from three, subtracted from his regular season averages. Look, his averages this series alone, nine points per game, 35% for the field, 18% from three. Emmanuel quickly. Grimes has also shot an abysmal 30% field goal percentage and 17% throughout his shoulder injury. I don't give a fuck. Those are his. Who's that oh, from? man. Nick's click. On Instagram? Yes. That's our guy, right? Yeah, it's his click. Yeah, so that's a yeah. click. Um, Some big numbers for you, clicks. I ain't know, I ain't know you had the basketball uh, oh, reference. Shit. this shit very smoothly. I know, I know. The Knicks are... Are you following them? No, but I know that's what he was doing oh, way before YouTube. <laughs> the Knicks' only three-point shooter above leave average right now is Josh Hart. Everybody else but R.J. Barrett and, and Obi is shooting under 30. I don't even know. how. Now, that one just threw me off because I was looking at Josh Hart's stats. Not not the whole playoffs. I don't know if that's covering the whole playoffs. Or yeah, just it's covering the whole playoffs. Okay, because this series he's shooting 25% from three. Mm-hmm. Randall's stats have dropped from 25, 10, and 4 on 46% and 34 from three to 15, 8, and 4 on 34% from the field and 23% from three. That's terrible. Shout out to Bam. Yeah. It's Shout terrible. out to Bam, but also Julius Randle. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And his yeah. body language is terrible. Yeah. Like KB mentioned, it's a lot of guys, the great ones, or and I don't even want to say the great ones, but it's a lot of guys like Devin Booker. I don't think you would know if Devin Booker is winning or losing. Yeah, he's he just, Devin, Devin Booker seems very st- like very steady. He's Julius do Randle, and keep but he does, heads show, up. he does show a little emotion. But no, he's no, not no. Like Julius Showing Randle. emotion no, yeah. is fine. Yeah, but he gonna show emotion whether he's up or Julius yeah. Randle has like a demeanor thing. We're like, yeah. oh yeah, he's he, they're he out of it. He got that. they're losing. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel me? They're they're losing. He don't want to. He barely want to shake a motherfucking hand. He arguing about dumb shit. Like it, 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 it's it's so frustrating because it's right there, and I don't I don't I don't know the next time the Knicks will be in a position to have an Eastern Conference Finals run. It was right there. Mm-hmm. The the pathway when the Bucks got out is right there for y'all. When what do you think will be the next move for y'all this offseason? I need a big move. It's a, it's the big one. I need a big. They move. got the assets for it. I need a big move. Obi Toppin, you gotta go. Yeah. Emmanuel quickly, you gotta go. R.J. Barry, you gotta go. I'm fine. Them three and with some draft equity and get me the guy. I need one of them ones. If not, then bring their ass back. But I need one of the ones, man. I need what Julius Randle cannot be a top player on a play. He just doesn't have it. He's he has talent. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect. He got talent, mm-hmm. but he don't have 
Julius Randle is not a guy that says, okay, I'm shooting 30% this series, my shot not falling, bam, locking me up. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out here and I'm going to have 14 rebounds this game. Mm-mm. And I also feel like his comments after the game was a little disheartening because, like, I feel like in the heat of a playoff series, you never be like, oh, yeah, they just wanted more. Yeah. I just, I just feel like you never say that. And it's also- said at the end. Yeah, they just wanted him. And it's also obvious. Yeah. Thanks. We we can tell because you're only getting eight rebounds a game when he was averaging 10. So you definitely don't want him, motherfucker. I, yeah, I know. It's, yeah, you don't look at a team that's outplaying. You're like, yeah, they just wanted more. And you know what that tells me, Derek, what? as a Knicks fan? What game, That was his game he's, five? Yeah, he's defeated already. Like, he's mentally That was defeated. game four. That was game four. Yeah. Game five, we're done. Yeah, because he's, he's already lost mentally, in his mind. Yeah, mentally, if you're not in it, it's already it's hard. They wanted more? Really? And, Jimmy Butler is the type of guy that he gonna smell blood. And like I said, Jimmy Butler didn't even work that hard. And I feel like we didn't even mention his game. ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could be up in this bitch so comfortable. We win game one and do what we supposed to do, beat mm-hmm. the team that we're better than. Game two, he's injured, so we just handle that ass. And y'all let him, y'all let him play with a broken ankle. <sighs> I mean, not broken ankle, bro, but a hurt ankle. A hurt <laughs> ankle. Crazy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> and game two, we, be- yo, this is gonna feel like a sweep if we lose this next game because we barely beat them in game two without him. Mm-hmm. You know, the garden ain't that much of a home be, court. We, if I'm being honest, <laughs> if I'm just being honest, as unbiased as possible, we won because of some poor reffing. That gave us an advantage. When they said that it was a uh, shock like violation to skint the rim. Yeah. You know, it was some questionable yeah. calls down the stretch of game two that I'm going to be honest about. I don't I, I don't give a fuck. Nick fans are like, oh, man, why, why are you saying that? It's the truth. I don't give a fuck. I don't like Nick fans, so I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Argue with me. <laughs> I love you today, bro. I'm just 100. I always say I don't fuck with Nick fans. The same way I don't fuck with Laker fans. The only exception that Nick fans have is that I like the Knicks. But if I wasn't a Nick fan, I would talk shit about the Knicks the same way I talk shit about the Lakers, the Bulls, and the Blazers. And the fucking Suns, Nuggets, and all the other 29 teams is in the league. Because I prefer to talk shit. Nobody gets left out. Nobody does. The Magic, yeah, hey, does. y'all at home, you suck. I'm just joking. That was <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I got to say about the Knicks. I want to see a big, big major move. Um, it is so deja vu. It's so uh, PTSD to just see the same team with the same concept and scheme. I, The Miami Heat defend how I would defend them. I would just, hey, R.J. Barrett, knock them down, buddy. They were just packing they, it they, in, bro. They make Josh Hart shoot the ball, They was too. packing it in. Yeah, that's yeah, Josh Hart, let it fly. Even when they be doing that trapping, I be feeling like Julius Randle does a I job at finding ple- or like people out of those. He just his team doesn't knock down the shot at all. I think all. he also had like six turnovers yeah, last six night. Six turnovers. His last and final turnover was a charge. charge yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and they challenged it. They had no chance of getting overturned. No. I feel like <laughs> no I feel like I've seen that a lot. This playoffs, yeah. coaches challenging plays where you'd be like, "You're gonna lose." Yeah. But yeah. I, it's better I to try it. Sta- I understand standing up for your star player. But for me personally, I'm not gonna lose a chart. I'm not gonna I mean, lose he a might challenge. Well, Where's that, that couple point? minutes left? Yeah. Yeah. They were down. He have to yeah. lose. Yeah, Shit. it if didn't it, matter. You know? There was no point later in the game. Like, ah, oh, if they had their challenge right there, so it don't matter. Um, the Lakers are up three one. Yes, they are. They Let are. me start off saying this before Mike say anything. I came on this podcast. I criticized the Lakers rightfully so because they had been playing poor basketball and they weren't the team that they projected themselves to be. And I said, if they handle their business and do what they need to do, I will eat my words and give them the respect. Y'all almost there. We are. I'm so glad you said almost there. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching the game on stream yesterday, and somebody came in my chat, and we didn't even win the game yet. He talking about, and I think it was like a couple minutes later, he was like, yeah, you win this game. Like, who would you rather? I said, no, it was the same question I kept getting all night. 
who would you rather go against, the Nuggets or Suns in the conference and finals? And your response and I'm is, like, I just want to finish this. Let's just, finish on, let's just focus on the Warriors right now. I said the same thing in a video not too long ago when I was saying, like, people don't understand when it's your team. Even if it's 3-0, where you know you have the eye, like, you're going to – it's like, man, I just really want to get through it. <laughs> it's different when it's your team because you're just like, man, yeah. these – when it's you, it's just different. Why are you saying, yeah, Derek, you, none of your team's been in that position in a long time. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I can't even relate to what they talk about. I mean, right now. even for game four, I feel like it was really back and forth until it got a little bit later in it. Oh, it was back and forth really the whole game, and it's just like it was times where I was like, Warriors running away with this, like that's how how back and forth it was. But I got to give a huge shout out to Lonnie Walker for him stepping up in that fourth. Man, that's that that's was literally so surprising and so crazy to see. Bro. Biggest stretch of his career right there yeah. in that fourth quarter. But yeah. as a Nick fan, not to take it back to the Knicks. <laughs> now you doing the mic thing. <laughs> That is what's frustrating. What? Because you had a guy who we haven't seen in so long. I mean, he played in the other game. He played a game. I've been saying he should get more minutes. He came in and saved the game. Like you guys just trash it. But you know what? Derrick Rose maybe could have saved the game. (laughs) He could have. He could (laughs) have. Evan Fournier maybe could have made five threes out of nowhere. You know what's crazy? He did early in the season. Evan Fournier would be that dude to knock that shit down. They need some shooting. They got a man on their bench who could really provide that. I remember Evan Fournier was out of the rotation completely, and then because of injuries, he got some burns. And then he had like 20 something. Yeah, he was going crazy. And then after the game, he was like, I already know I'm going to go back to the bench. Was that the Luka game? When he had the game winning rebound, the game time. Yeah. We no, were, but we were uh, on the roll for sure. Yeah, you shout out to Lonnie Walker. I felt like they they did a real good job of just getting him on a, a Steph Curry on that pick and roll, and they kept attacking him. Yeah. Like I said, we got Philly. athletes. Lonnie he was Walker. making some tough shots though. Steph was defending well. He was just making some tough ass. Steph was playing, bro. Steph was locking up LeBron on some plays. <laughs> hey, credit to Darvin Ham, but also credit to a guy like LeBron. At down a stretch, when mm-hmm. Lonnie Walker was there, LeBron was like, he's just hey, giving him the ball. Yeah, he was playing You're the point guard, just like Game One against the Grizzlies oh, with Austin yeah. Reeves. That's like, why we was play. I was I was so mad at him when he had got a ball on a fast break, and I was like, be aggressive, Lonnie, and he ended up turning the he ball. He turned over. it on. He played like a robot. Yeah, yeah. he was he like a three on one fast break. Clay Thompson literally just took it. Yeah, like, LeBron <laughs> was sprint, like LeBron was ready he, on the left side to get a lo- to get a lob or something. Nope, he tried to force it into AD. But yeah, it all worked out. But unlike kind of like the Knicks uh, Heat series, not Game Three, but Game One that we won, uh, and the other basically all the other games they came down to one shot. You yeah. know, Jordan Poole's missed shot and Steph Curry's missed shot. Credit uh, Anthony Davis on the defense, but these games are close. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, um, I looked at the odds. It looks like the Warriors have no chance of losing that game. <laughs> Best on better based on what FanDuel has the odds at. And I put like you seen no what chance. I put in the chat this morning. I understood why they would say it's kind of no. Like, first of all, let, let's talk our shit what? because I'm going to this chat. Uh huh. On was this get up this morning? Should the Lakers look to rest the starters oh, in Game Five? What the fuck? I want to watch the. I didn't get a chance to. Wa- I want to watch. The Were second. you watching that? No, I just oh. seen it on Twitter, but I just laughed at that shit. How when, he's, when he said that, that, I had to. I had to. Uh, I woke up super early today, and I'm assuming their rationale is like the Jimmy Butler shit. Like you, they're guaranteed. They're thinking like it's guaranteed you finna lose Game Five. When he said so that, so get that rest for the stars. I was game six. But no, y'all <laughs> I was about to start cooking breakfast, and I said, "Man, should I put that shit on in the background and see if that shit is on the TV right now?" I thought you was watching it. So no, I, I, was I, I was gonna go try to find it because I was like, I "No way that this is real. No way. Yeah, no. Should they rest the starters? <laughs> that would be crazy. Play. You know <laughs> how much, like that's such a big game. middle finger to the opposing team. But what, and what it's setting you up to damn near lose the season. What's the logic? 
LeBron because if, you, if you play in that game and you win, you can rest. Yeah, yeah. That, that the rest comes now. <laughs> now, if you go in that game and lose, now you not lose a game six. Now you now, you, now we in the game seven and like, bust win. And now you looking at that game five like damn, motherfuckers want to be have rested the start. Motherfuckers want to be big brain so bad, bro. You get fired so fast if you lose that game. And I then think lose everybody the gets fired. That, Darvin Ham. That's the thing about I love moments like that when the irony is so crazy. It's like when in, it's like when a nigga at school or in, in somewhere is trying so hard to be cool that he lame. It's like that's so ironic. You're Imagine trying you so to hard to be cool game and the whole Lakers starting you're trying to be, out. You're trying to be so strategic and smart that you're dumb. <laughs> and it's from Greeny. Mike Greenberg thinks the Lakers should rest the starters in game five. That's so disgusting. That's crazy that they're going to put Greeny out there like that and make him have to take that one. He ain't say that. He don't believe that. I know. He they got to pin that on it. somebody. That's like when I told Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep, that's hey, exactly my what I told him about. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is still crazy. How about Nikola Jokic, <laughs> Joel Embiid, or what he say, Nick? Vucevic. <laughs> no, it's a Tyler Hero, Paul George, or Kawhi Leonard. Start right. bench cut. Uh, yeah, Tyler Hero start, face ass. <laughs> Now they had DeAndre Jordan with Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. And it was like current DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> he like, I know you're my teammate, but damn. <laughs> get, um, it, get it back to the game, though. Um, early in this one, Steve Kerr was coaching his ass off. I even made the tweet. We're starting Gary Payton in my mind, and when I saw the report from Shams, didn't make sense to me in the moment. Like, you know, he's another non-shooter. Anthony yep. Davis is known for packing the paint and being the best maybe in the world at that. But when you get into the actual game, they're putting Gary Payton in every single action that causes Anthony Davis to, to come up and be involved. And because of that, Steph Curry's getting to the basket. We had backdoor cuts. They were dark. Like they, they think they had 20-plus points in the paint in the first quarter alone because they were getting Anthony Davis out of that paint. And then I go into halftime, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, let's see what Darvin Ham got. This is the moment for him to make the in-game adjustment to prevent that. And early in the third quarter, there wasn't no adjustments. They went on the run, right? Steph Curry came in, and this is where he's diming it up. And he wasn't even shooting well. This is all. Yes, when he's diming, Gary Payton had seven straight third quarter points. Yep. Even hit a three. And in that moment in time, I'm I'm watching the game with Suzanne. I'm like, damn, the Lakers are in big trouble. That's when I was like, yeah, Warriors got this shit right. The Warriors do a great job of hiding non shooters. Mm -hmm. They just, I think that offense alone just allows anyone to go into that. Bro, it's because you just, with movement, you make people guard somebody. And you're setting screens with two of the best shooters all the time, Steph and Clay Thompson. So the defense literally has, they send two defenders at them. Mm -hmm. So you slip, you got a nice little run to the basket. Draymond Green is always at the top of the key. He's going to find you. I think that's just, that's the beauty of that trio. And I, I'm not saying this to discredit the Lakers because y'all played one hell of a game. Lonnie Walker played a hell of a fourth quarter. All all things. But the, the Warriors really bailed y'all out about not going back to the pick and roll in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Second Spectrum said that they ran it like 14 times, but it didn't feel like that. No, they stopped doing the that pick quarter. and roll with Steph Curry. I don't see how they didn't do that literally every time. They should have done it every single Even Van Gundy on the call was like, Why, where, where yes. is it at? They need yeah, to keep yeah. going back to it because it was – it was like clockwork every single time. It was a, If it wasn't a bucket, it was a good look every time, and they just went away from it. And then they got kind of got to desperation after that, especially like Clay Thompson had like two back to back. Desperation threes. is the perfect word. Back to because back threes. Where with three minutes left in this game, Steph, I mean, Clay Thompson had those two where it's like one of them he hit because Lonnie Walker had to make the decision. Should I guard Wiggins? Should I go, mm -hmm. go guard Clay? He made the decision to go guard Wiggs for whatever reason. And then Clay Thompson hit the shot. Boom. You had the one play where it's three seconds left on the shot clock and Clay Thompson just hoist up basically a half-court shot. Like, yeah. And then one on the top of the wing where it's like 20 seconds left on the shot clock and Clay Thompson just shoots the goddamn ball. And it's Clay, right? So you kind of give an excuse because he might be the second greatest shooter of all time. But in the moment in time, 
it just it was poor. And then Steph Curry also having a struggle game from the field, or at least from three, bailed y'all out a few times. Anthony Davis got in that fucking chair, and he played great defense for back-to-back possessions. And and they and Steph Curry, I, I believe, bailed him out with the second one. Yeah. The second one, I would have drove at him, and mm-hmm. you're either going to block the fuck out of me or you're going to foul me. Because he did it multiple times in this game alone. And I think I honestly think that has a lot to do with fatigue. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, then they get the timeout. It's still a close game. Draymond Green, they run some type of action off the sideline out of bounds. He jumps up in the air, which every coach in America yep. is going to tell you, don't leave your feet on the pass. Every coach in the world, not a- just America. Absolutely. Um, only person <laughs> that could do that and get away with it is Prime Derrick Rose. He was the only person that was able to leave not his feet. O- not only don't leave the air, but if I ever draw up a fucking play and it's not there and we have a timeout, if you don't, if you still throw it and you see that it's not there, I'm taking off my belt and I'm whooping you. <laughs> it wasn't even that. This man drove to the paint because you can see the set play. You can see his head up just looking at the action the whole the time. Basket. Didn't look at the basket. Damn, it looked like he was about to walk out of bounds. It's just like but that's that not even how you just, execute. If he just jumped up and said, time out, we ain't have it. Yeah. Right. Versus I'm going to throw it mm-hmm. into nowhere. Into nowhere and turn it over. And I think it's crazy that they forced the jump ball. Got it. They got it. Steph Curry did it. And then Steve Kerr and Steph Curry both don't call a timeout. I, I just don't see how you he don't call a timeout the ball. in this situation. No pressure. threw the ball out of bounds. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, they had so many what the fuck moments at the end of that game for a team that's been one of the most dominant that's teams why, of the last 10 why, years. Why, Absolutely. why in the hell would we rest our starters and even get his team, like this he, team another team? Because two of y'all games came literally down came down Derek to the wire. Derek made a great point, though. Like, their offense, because of the constant moving you and Derek was saying, down the stretch in those key moments, there was no movement, mm-hmm. yeah. especially when Steph Curry was really trying to attack Anthony Davis. They became a lot more yeah. easier to guard because it's like Steph is going to shoot this. He took a one-legged mid-range jump shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you rewatch that, you yeah, all the other four people are just standing on the perimeter. Save Lonnie, us, Lonnie Walker's <laughs> fucking face guard and Clay Thompson just in case, and it was like Steph go be Jordan go Poole, be the greatest. I will say Milk Moses, card, Moses Milk card has definitely taken his minutes this playoff. Yes, he should. Because yeah, Jordan Poole is actually awful. playing he's solid. awful, bro. This is the second year in a row where the team is trying to make a deep run, and he's unplayable. And Moses Moody actually plays defense. He plays defense, <laughs> and then Jordan Poole is Jordan Poole one of the worst. Lot, Jordan Poole was a lot more playable last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, but even sure. then, he wasn't really playable. There's a lot more than now. But, like, what? I don't. did he score last night? No. Nope. I know he didn't. No. I think he was over four. Like it's just and he getting my team cards that I did buy. Not even my team, yeah. just he was my team card too. He he got like thirty million dollars starting next year, like thirty billion annually starting next year, and he's un he's unable to play in the playoffs. Pay me thirty million dollars, and I will find my way to be unplayable on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will be so controversial that you have to send me home. Tensions was hiding in Dub's <laughs> locker room while Jordan Poole was interviewed. I don't know. There's a video of it. I don't know. Um, but in general, it's it's kind of, it's rough out here, man. It's rough out here for Jordan. If Poole. there's any team, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's keep let's keep bashing Jordan Poole. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that's it. Should he be on his team next year? He should not be on the team next year. If you are a team, if all 29 teams, what team would even be logical? To try to f- fuck with them. It's hard to say. It has to be one of the young up and coming yeah, teams. Young up and coming teams that also have money. something that they and want. The money and assets worth g- like. Because I don't see the Spurs buying in on him. No hell no. Do you see? Like Charlotte, I don't. Really Char- Charlotte is the only team that came to mind. Yes, mostly because Gordon they have Hayward. a few assets. So you say Hayward is I have a backcourt of Lamelo and Jordan Poole. I, I why guess. Not? I guess. I guess. What is be it? Fun. What is it now? No. no yeah. What like, is Terry it now? Terry Rozier. Yeah. I mean, I guess. 
I'd do it. Because I don't think Jordan Poole's a bad player. No. I think he's he, a, just think he needs to be somewhere where he can actually like be like a lead guard damn near. And there's been a lot of stuff. Obviously, he got punched in the fucking face by his uh, team captain. And I think no, yeah, maybe yeah. that. Did y'all, did y'all see that one interview? I just seen it. Like, it was a real. And it was like, do you, do you think, like, they're like, uh, how do you think you perform in the chaos that your teammates create? And Jordan Poole looked up and said, on the floor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he motherfucker got some chaos in the locker room off the floor, too. Yeah. Um, they no. don't look like a team that has won four championships in the last yeah. seven years or whatever the number is. You even is. see it, like, a little bit on the bench, like that one clip that came out where Jordan Poole, like, walked past Draymond, Draymond. Green when he was trying to dab him up and stuff, checked yeah. him, and was like, hey, bro, we don't do that shit, and, like, I but like that. Uh, that that was one of those areas. They where, haven't looked like that yeah. team all year though, which is why the expectations mm-hmm. yeah. haven't been here. Besides, and, oh anybody my god, but Derek. I got I got a <laughs> I got a tweet bookmark and fucking ready to fly. As soon as y'all close up the series, I'm not saying it's gonna happen because they still got Steph Curry on the other side. But I'm fucking confident that the Lakers are gonna close it eventually. Of like, I had a clip where I made a video where I was talking about how the Warriors, in my mind, shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt. Even though they've won four championships in the yard, like this team is not the same team that won the championship yeah. last year or no, the previous one. And I got a few few um, Warrior fans quoting that because somebody took that clip and tweeted it, whatever, quoting it, saying Kenny's a fucking idiot. And I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> oh, if y'all lose this series, I cannot wait to get off my tweets. Oh yeah, but because now you know if the Lakers lose this series, now they're coming right back at you. Cause they still have to win the fucking championship. I said they won't win. I said they won't um, win a championship. I didn't say they couldn't make a run. As a, even if it is a Warrior fan, I don't understand how that is idiotic. They're the not team the won same team. Seven games on the road this year. Yeah, they're not the same. T- they're literally not the same team. It's just not. You can't. I, I don't know how you could have looked at this team all season long and been like, "Yep." I mean, the only excuse is like Wiggins was out and now he's back, mm-hmm. but. The fucking Lakers are looking at Wiggins like he don't exist. Shoot every shot you want. We don't give a fuck. We don't care that you were an all-star starter last year. You're not that right now. And he's been missing. Yeah. You know? Which he was making those shots last series. Yeah, he was. So, Is Kevon Looney still sick? Yeah. yeah. They said like, yesterday he was still on limited minutes because of the illness. But they missed that too. Yeah. Yeah. The second chance opportunities you get with him. I mean, he can't. And he would also just give Anthony Davis something to do. Yeah. <laughs> He he can't fuck with AD, but yeah, he'll make he AD got to go find him and box him out. Yeah, shit. that's yeah. that's the type of things that he it, it's provide. it's it's tough, man. It, it's very tough. The Warriors are going to need some changes. Um, there's going to be some frustrations with Steph because he he's out there hooping his ass off right now, and um, Draymond is going to have a decision to make, and they they they're going to need some depth. This whole youth movement, it's not it. Kaminga, I, I I forget he plays with this team sometimes. Yeah. They last, already got last, what, last last series he's played a lot. This series he ain't playing that much. They also got rid of Wiseman already. Uh, Jordan Poole, they're gonna have to cash in before he he's not valuable enough to get anything back. If they can get a Gordon Hayward, they can get a Terry Rozier. I don't know. I I guess go do it. Because if anything, Gordon Hayward's contract's off the books at the end of the, next year anyway. Yeah, and this is one. Is is this the most expensive team of all? Is it the Clippers? It's one of the two. Got to be the Clippers. And with the next, it's not this off season, but the next off season is the start of the new rules that prevent you know you from doing this, where you lose in draft capital, you lose in the ability to lose a mid level exception, yada yada yada. Um, what is it called? The salary curtain or some shit starts. So you want to get under that, and that's the way to do it potentially. That camera doing that head justice, by the way. They <laughs> yeah, look clean as hell. It's little as hell. In the camera, camera, but in the, bro, that motherfucker like dusty right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll put it on the troll, but it's. Negro League All Star. Shout, shout out to Ivan's basement, man, for the for the free 1970 Chicago White Sox, Black Sox hat. We appreciate that. 
Um, big big guy, big big fan of the pod. He sent us all a little sum sum. So shout out to you, Ivan. Much love, Ivan. Oh, another apology. <clears throat> I said the Suns and the the Nuggets was boring me. Oh, and they man. went out and they put on a show. Hey, game four was ridiculous, bro. Professional scoring. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy to see like two guys do what they're doing like that. Like they're, they're doing a load. Like, and you know it's coming. Yeah, you know it's coming, and then you get like Landry Sanders seventeen points off the bench, which you don't expect or account <laughs> Campaign for. Campaign is a more willing three point shooter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, they said it during the broadcast, and I thought it was like the perfect word a word for it. But like Devin Booker is literally playing video game, like he's yeah, playing he, a video game. Bro, the right shots now. that he's making is crazy. He's, he's shooting not like seventy five percent from the field over the he's last. Oh, no, don't 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 hype him up. Y'all told me he was Donovan Mitchell was better than him for years. Mm-mm. That was seven years ago. You still said it, just like you said. <laughs> you La- still said La- it. Lazo should be in the G. You said that you taking Porzingis over Luca. When did I say that? What? Clips. You said Ben Simmons. Oh, in that time, I was. <laughs> oh, that, so that in was, that time, in I thought that, that in that year, in that year, in Donovan Mitchell. I used I the same excuse. But I mean, I, didn't, I haven't said that in a very long. time. And I haven't said the Donovan Mitchell <laughs> in a very long time. Oh, I thought that. But was no, like Devin Booker has been no. so good that they're just trying to find another body to put in his face, <laughs> like doubling him all the time. They're leaving Kevin Durant open. And that's that how time. you end up with thirteen or twelve assists too. It's like when your double team comes. For, they forget that we got Kevin on the team, so we just give it to Kevin. Kevin Booker, do it. Kevin Durant, and Jacques Landa have been doing their damn thing. DeAndre, DeAndre, it took for DeAndre Aiden to get benched for him to come in with some energy, bro. And then he still didn't do shit. But no, 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 he fessed up too. I think in game four he was fine. He did. A, no, he game four when he come on, he came in the fourth quarter because yeah. they had Jacques Lando playing a large chunk of that. But he came in and he had like two, three turnovers, or he two, uh, caused two, three turnovers. Yeah, he he did Played good same. defense. And then had a bucket too. Got, I think a, bu- one. got a bucket. <laughs> A bucket. Yeah, it but was he, all, oh, no. he was talking shit after that bucket too, bro. He was talking that shit. I'm like, bro, finally you doing I don't some have shit. Anything to say? I don't know. I'm finally not paying you a doing guy some shit. Like 120 some million dollars trying to give me eight points and eight rebounds. Man, the, the Warriors are doing Unless that. You like have like a Draymond Green type impact on the game. Yeah, Jordan Poole won another one overall pick. Absolutely. <laughs> that, they didn't take Jordan Poole over Luke. Yeah, they kept the season season alive, man. I'm happy because it looked uh, ugly. It looked yeah. ugly for the first two games. But for Devin Booker to turn into just, prime MJ? Yeah. Was Jokic really saying there's only two of them? I couldn't really read his list. I think he did say that. But hold on. That was a clip that I liked. I couldn't see that either. I couldn't read his list. I couldn't really tell what I he was saying. Was it's a clip that I liked, <laughs> and it's somebody doing a voiceover of that shit. It's just so funny, bro. I'm going to put it in the chat. No way he's saying there's only two of them. There's no way. <laughs> I think that he was doing this too. Yeah. yeah. There's was, only two of them. If he was saying that, that is hilarious. Then he points to Aaron Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Gordon just in there. He points to Aaron Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Did you saw Jeff Green? Mm-mm. Jeff Green was, was just standing there? He was in the back like, all right, calm down. <laughs> uh, uh, no, they just cannot guard shit. And then they started leaving, like you said, Landry Shaman opening. Yeah. He, he hit timely once. Mm-hmm. Timely. Once a guy like him start hitting threes, it's over with. He yeah. hit so you already know what you're getting from the other two. They gave his ass a my team card. Did they really? Yes. For 19 little points? No, those are big points, big points. Uh, Jokic had fucking what, 50. Which yeah. was more Jokic. important? Sheesh. Yeah, he literally had a wasted 50-point game. Yeah. Which one was more important, Shamit or Lonnie? Lonnie. 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 Because I don't, they don't win that game if Lonnie don't check in. Yeah. You don't? I think there's a world where Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can carry for another quarter without Landry Shamit's threes. But, like... Bro, LeBron was giving the ball to Lonnie and say, yeah. "Go to work, bro." <laughs> he, wasn't even, crazy. he didn't even get D Wade the ball like that. In Miami. 
<laughs> but I promise you, it was on stream one time, and I think LeBron had the mismatch with Curry. He attacked him, and I like I said, Curry played pretty good defense, and I think some shit happened. LeBron didn't score on that possession. I was like, bro, you should just gave it to Lonnie Walker. He would have got, he would have got the bucket. <laughs> well, they were. This is so funny because going back to the Lakers series, sorry for the people at home. Um, Lonnie Walker scored all his buckets on Steph Curry, and yeah. and then LeBron was struggling to score. On <laughs> Steph Curry. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right, but back to the other. Uh, Jokic gave gave us a fifty piece, and there's been like a correlation for a lot of Anthony, da- not Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic's career that like when you have these blowout performances from him where he has forty to fifty, they don't win because it, not that it's not in his nature, but typically when he's doing that, it's because nobody else on the he's team is providing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw it again, bro. And like I made a tweet. They're like, okay, since Giannis is out of the playoffs, we let's talk about who's the best in the world. Let's have some recency bias. Bias. That motherfucker Jokic is there, and I know they yeah. lost the game, mm-hmm. but he was unguardable. So well, is yeah, it they, Jokic, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, or Devin Booker? Devin Booker, Devin Booker so. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. Oh, Jimmy Butler yeah. Devin Booker been a bad man though. Yeah, that been. shit don't matter who you put in this face. Was last series too. Now he wants to shoot seventy five percent last series, but he, he was, was ridiculous nuts. last series too. Yeah. He's going to go nuts the next. Series. Any nigga that's trying to talk up Kevin Durant to score the ball, that motherfucker is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about just keep shooting. That's why you keep shooting, bro. And I love what you talking to Kevin game. Durant. If the game is on the line, you got Steph Curry or Iguodala who you taking? Because I'm going with Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what Katie said after the game? He said that Jokic has such an unorthodox way of scoring that you think he's about to miss, and then that should just go in. Right. And like literally, when you're watching him, he does move in such a weird way, and he only jumps like two inches off the ground. He had a fake out play from like one of the elbows. Yeah, a spin move late, and I'm like, damn. Back to the Lakers. Draymond had a crazy yeah, bucket. He did, in that bro, game. He faked the pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he went off the wrong leg, too. I was like, oh, yeah. hell no. Yeah. I was like, Draymond out there getting in his Nigga bag. Nigga did that shit on accident. He's trying to be a Laker. <laughs> and then LeBron gave him a fucking concussion. Yes. <laughs> That nigga head snapped back. I was like, whoa. I'm watching Mike stream. Mike talking about he milking it. He milking it. Oh, my God. He's crazy. No, I was like. about LeBron James. No, I watched it back. I was like, damn, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked bad way back. I hope he, I hope he good replay. for the next game. He good. He'll oh, finish the last game. He good. But that's like in the game. His ears Sometimes like adrenaline now. help you get through the game. True. So I hope he's still. And you know LeBron care about him because LeBron stayed around Stay to make sure right he's okay. Up. Stay right there. <laughs> and, and I can't wait for Jeremy Green presses. Man, shout out My to Bron for staying there for me, man. You know, it was, it was a bang, Not bang Not too many play. guys like that in the league. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> KD when to did that. You know how we be seeing Dame sit courtside at these games now? Yeah. If the Warriors lose, Draymond is pulling up to the conference finals. <laughs> yeah. Because you know he upset he couldn't go watch LeBron break the record. Yeah. Kyler Murray was at the, one of the uh, games. And Arizona had the uh, Phoenix Ooh. game. So we should talk about the Matt Ishbia thing with Jokic uh, pushing oh, the, governor. The, the, the governor. The governor. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ishbia. Um, and he flopped a little bit. And I think it's, well, fuck you holding the ball for He made contact he, yeah. first. Yeah. Did you see the post game with Jokic? He just kept saying he just like, he. well, he knew he was an owner, but he's like, he's a fan, though. He's in the stands. Like, he's trying to make that claim. Like, it's the same shit if it was anybody else. And Ishbia said, like, Beforehand, don't suspend, suspend him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth it, and he even took some fault because of that reason alone. I'm mad at the fan who decided to push your yeah. His all ass the back. What? What? Why he come up there and insert himself into the shit he had nothing to do? Because he ain't about shit. That's, he what ain't. That, that's what that liquor do. He, he, just, ain't, he ain't about shit. He just wanted to be involved. Yeah, and now he can't come back. 
He wanted to have his little moment, and, and now he now he banned from the arena. He spent a shit ton of money for those tickets. And if, yeah. and if you see him, you gonna whoop his ass. Oh, facts. Just for Jokic. No, no, I was about to say, Jokic don't need bodyguards. He got the brothers. The, how you do got his two brothers? You know the brothers they gonna be there go posted. More swings. They gonna be now posted. Now he got another brother. <laughs> he got a brother. Yeah, he got a brother. Uh, but no, nah, I'm I'm happy but that I, it didn't turn into yeah. a suspension because that was Jokic's frustration though. Like. I, Dude is on the ground. I Bro, want the ball so I can inbound it and crazy? go five on four. Like I said, I was watching the post game. The reporter said, "What? Like, what made you go get the ball? Like, want to take out the ball?" And you just like, "Yo, just like what? Just <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is you talking about?" As a yeah, as a competitor, I want right. every advantage I can get. Little what? bitty take bitch. It. Yeah, take it. <laughs> um, is there anything else from that game or series? I need MPJ to play better. Mm. Oh yeah, MPJ. Yes. He was the guy I was a little worried about. Aaron Gordon, in. he helped. So another $30 million yeah. player. I was way. concerned about him coming into the playoffs because I know he could shoot the ball well. But he shoots a lot of bad shots, and sometimes those bad shots start to not fall. Yeah. And I think that comes with him, though. He got he to gotta be able to, to But he has to be shots. able to get better quality shots. He is the type of – he he's shot – That's never been him. Bro, yeah, but he, he's not yeah. going to – he – I remember who did who was it, bro? He He's ain't got past somebody. <laughs> I seen him ISO for the first time in a, like a long time. Like he All literally he put, go between the legs. He literally got the ball, and I promise you, he had the slowest hesitation. <laughs> he got to the rim. I think he got fouled, but it's just like any shot he take, he gonna have to just raise up over. His people, advantage is yeah, is raising. He's got to raise up over people. I seen him hit a lot of tough shots, like you said, and jump over. But he's not. That little step back he does. He's not getting much space. Yeah. Or I, sometimes he catch the ball in the corner. And he don't shoot it right he away. Yeah, he yeah, and then the <laughs> defender's there, and he still shoot it. You be like, yeah. why did you wait for the defender to get in your face? That's just, yeah, he like had to. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like he does oh. that a lot. Do y'all a have a, a feeling on this series? Like, are y'all confident to say like, oh, I think Blank is gonna win? I, I think, think it's Denver, gonna go seven games. I think Denver closes it out. I think it's gonna go seven games, but I think it's gonna be a Denver game seven. I picked out. Phoenix. So you thinking that home team wins yeah. every game? Yeah, I can that's how I'm feeling right now. I can see that. All right, I'm going. I'm going with Phoenix. I had. No, I had Phoenix to start it off with. But I did too. I, I still got Phoenix. I think Devin Booker finna he finna do that thing to him. Okay, let's get to uh, the James Harden game four. Yeah. Another series. An, an, another forty. That was getting a little boring, but they. I, I had said this last podcast. I said James Harden need to play how he did in game one with Joel B for this team to have any chance. And Derek, he came Derek, out. He did Derek. what? I think that's what the entire world was saying. <laughs> But y'all he can't said, put up no but, damn no, no, 13 no. points. Y'all had said it's kind of hard for him to do it. And it I is. was like, no, hard. I said he could do that. James Harden is that it's type not, of player I, that yeah, he I don't could think, do it. I don't think we were saying he can't do it, but it, it's definitely harder. I just need, that's just how he has to come out and play every night in, night out basis. I think he that, hasn't because it's harder to do. Well, he's good for, uh, now we've seen the pattern is you one make a, 40 piece. How, how many times do you think we're going to get another game like this? Two and then another 40 piece. So he's got two stinkers coming up. But the 40 piece going to be James Harden 40 pieces are very far in between now. It's not like every No, night. I but think he, he had Lil Baby, of course, said. True. And oh, yeah. yeah. Lil Baby need to pull up to every game. Hey, if he pull up to every, every game, I want the bet the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I want the bet the other way. You know he going to put on for Baby. Back. For real, for real. <laughs> <If it's> baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, it's crazy because you can tell on the bro, side, no. bro. That just reminded me of that Drewski skit where the, the dude with the 4PF chain came to the gas station and Drewski like, you know I'm with him. You know I'm with you him. Know I'm with him. Oh, you know I'm with him. Shit. You know I killed my slime. He said, I, hey, bro, I'll kill somebody for you. Just say the word. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but they really shit. needed it. They was doing, um, in the previous games, they had a lot of like Jalen Brown just sticking on James Harden. It felt like 
and I don't know if this is Doc Rivers doing this, but they kept running a lot of actions, just get like Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey, yeah, like Tyrese running across Maxey him or something yeah. like that. And they would switch it. They would put Brogdon on him instead of like Jalen Brown, and they would go into their pick and roll action. And maybe that was a think little different. Do you think we're gonna get another forty? Um, I don't want to write him off, but I don't think so. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just sorry. what I'm seeing from him. It doesn't. Maybe but, a nice little good thirty. 30 and 10. But that 40 was so impressive, though. Yeah. Because yeah. him he, to hit that, that clutch three in the corner, that was if you, that was crazy. If you think about, or you go back and watch all his possessions. Clutch threes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah, if you look facts. at all the possessions, he didn't get a lot of open looks, bro. No, he, it's yeah, just he's tough bucket after and, tough bucket yeah, after tough bucket. Um, we should definitely talk about how the Celtics kind of fumbled this one. Because even though they were down for a lot of this game, they had they run. Marcus Smart, don't ever make a game winner too late. Just bro, don't shoot. Bro, Marcus Smart takes every game winning shot for the Celtics. That's what it feel like in my mind. I guess because defense is just be like, just, we're yeah, going to live I mean, with Marcus Tatum, Tatum made the one against them in the regular season when he ran down. Yeah. yeah. He made it. On top of the key, deep, yeah. deep as hell. Right, right, right. He did hit that clutch three when he pushed off Tyrese. Yep. Yes. Might have been hey, an that, offensive foul. Hey, yeah, that was but, offensive foul, but he made it look smooth. Though. He did. Like he, and that shit was water, too. It, it looked like, ooh, you, I can you, see why he didn't call it. You know that shit. He was a little hesitant when he yeah, pushed he, it off. Like, did I do it? That shit scared Doc Rivers so bad that they won, and he still talked about it. <laughs> Facts. He said, don't ever get me that well, fucking round up. Jason Tatum had a crazy bad first half. Yeah, no, he's over whatever, he like over eight, eight or over nine. nine. But in the those. second half, he was very great, uh, uh, scoring the ball, passing the ball. The de- he had like a couple, a couple very good defensive plays. We just got the stop, hey, got a block and a don't, steal. Don't doubt Deuce Daddy. You saw the trophy that Deuce gave him. Mm-mm. Go look at his Instagram story. It Deuce made a trophy and it says Deuce Daddy on it. Oh wow. Dude, you be watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't be mad. I think Joe was saying like they got good looks like with the Marcus Smart. Hey, shout out to Cat too, because Cat was saying that Shams broke the Joel and B injury on, on this pod. podcast. He ain't say through the wire. Yeah, I was looking for the name drop. And he told uh, Paul George, <clears throat> unfortunately, it wasn't this podcast. But that means and Cat has I, watched us at some I point. It, he probably sent it on like social media. Social media I, I said it to y'all and he was like, y'all was like, for real? And I was like, he really, he really did. did. <laughs> he really now, did. I wonder if Jason Tatum had a better like first half and he really had a going instead of even just like, because I felt like he was driving in. He could have just stepped back and took his own shot. If he had it going, would he would just took it into his own hand? I will say he did a good job of like rebounding. He was blocking shots. He he, he definitely yeah, was. Say <laughs> he was definitely doing a lot of the other stuff, and I do like that about Tatum. He has evolved in that area. Uh, also, last two minute report said that that Jason Tatum push off was not a foul. It it didn't. I it, could, it looked I could see it, why it looked like a foul to me in, in real time. It, yeah. I, I was surprised. But then when didn't you look it. at it in slow mo, it does look like Maxi because he pushed his arm a little bit. But I don't know if he extended it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't think it was like a Michael Jordan type push off. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was also clean. Don't disrespect. <laughs> Uh, I'm so surprised Missoula doesn't like, use his timeouts. He didn't timeouts. call timeouts? Um, yeah. That motherfucker bad. Yeah, he, definitely, he can play point guard, can he? Yeah. Yep. That motherfucker bad. They kind of run the same play every time. Yeah. It's kind of like getting the, whoever's the worst defender to switch on the Tatum, and then you, you kind of become they, predictable at that point. When the game was close, like you, they had the lead, and they're just taking so much time off the clock. By the time and they even get into the action. Jalen Brown wasn't really involved in offense. Like Jalen Brown had three shot attempts in the fourth he quarter. He got to do better with that. He, gets, he, he got to demand the ball. Demand the ball. Yeah, demand ball. But like Joe, they asked Joe Missoula before this game, why does he like hold his timeouts? And I think his, his response was like, I like to have him for the late game. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no more game left. <laughs> he didn't. Have, he didn't. But I just, I hate, again, shout out to Marcus Smart. 
very crucial part to the team's success over the last decade or so. He was a half a second away. I hate the, the fact game. that he gets so many of the shots. Mm-hmm. And again, Derek, I think you're right because they don't. Tr- other teams don't trust him. So if he beat us on that shot, whatever. But goddamn, I think my guy Bezos made a tweet that was like uh, about Jason Tatum, that was like all of this talk about you being Kobe, and this is the time you p- you decide to be LeBron. And like making the right play, kicking it out or whatever, yeah. instead of instead of like you can look, he, he going gets for like it. double team or whatever on the drive. But like I said, maybe he only take a step in and he's doing his step back or whatever move. He didn't get that shot off. Yeah, and it's probably the right basketball play. It's right. just the same debate about LeBron. But because of the circumstances and because of the fact that they lost the game, you like fuck. You know? I'd rather have Tatum take the shot. I would rather I thought have Tatum he was take going. Yeah, I thought he was going to. At least and Tatum. also, if I use Tatum my time, if you use your timeout. You can now take a smart out the game to where the defense won't just throw two defenders at Jason Tatum every time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can get a Brogdon or a Derek White in the game. I don't remember what the closing lineup was at that time, but I know one of them probably wasn't in the game. So you can get them in the game. Yeah. And Brogdon had a great game, especially shooting a three ball. Brogdon had a great game, especially in that second <laughs> quarter when they were trailing. He did a good job of, like, he was a big reason why they went on that run late in that second. He had a big dagger, too. I think yeah. he put him up five. Al Horford hit that three late in the corner. Al Horford seems like he always hit big three. Did you Al, see Al Horford said he's defense. a sharpshooter? Oh, he said that? He's too damn old. And then, like, they, the, the reporter or whatever, was, the person who was interviewed and started laughing. Down, bro. <laughs> he's like, what, you don't think I'm a sharpshooter? Al Horford's defense on Joel late in this game was, was something. Great. It was something. Yeah. It reminded you why they paid him that money to be on Joel's team? Yep. And it was like. Uh, uh, at the beginning of the game, he was kind of like sagging off of him a little bit, kind of daring him to shoot the mid-range. And then he like got into him and started like not giving him that cushion no more. And I was like, damn. Yep. PJ Tucker got in his ear like, bro, don't don't be scared now. Like, come on, bro. Come with it. Yeah, PJ Tucker's that guy, man. I that and one he got was so big, bro. Yeah. Shit was off the offensive rebound. He always be so hyped. Too. Yeah. And you don't expect PJ to score around the basket. Yeah. And he wasn't afraid to take the shots either. He took some open threes. Like in the last couple games, he, gotta keep that he was up. passive. So that's a, that's that's a like huge win. PJ, though. He's not really going to. He's just not a lot of. He's not going to take. And not he, high value, but he's a 40% shooter. Yeah. And, pl- and can take zero shots. I think that's just crazy, bro. Yeah. But they're going to need him to make shots because they, they just going to let him shoot. They do. The <laughs> way that Joel and B gets, Joel and B gets double teamed and how they be paying attention to Harden, they got to make shots. Yeah. Big hearted performance in front of the. Little the, baby. The, not the little baby. Well, he was there, obviously, but like the. The, the guy from Michigan State yes. that was a part of the the shooting oh, a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah, yeah. A big moment. Harden gave him his shoes after the game. Gave him the shoes. You know, they kept talking about on the broadcast about how Harden gave him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, he was always be there as a resource or, uh, because the, the kid um's favorite player is Harden and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was dope for him to have another one of his greatest playoff moments Considering the circumstances with the fan being in attendance. Because so you know the fan is hearing that shit. Your favorite player don't show up. And he did. That's fucked up. And he did. So, what? Uh, cool stories, man. That fan likes to talk basketball like the rest of us. <laughs> no, you know, I understand. He, you know, and if he talked basketball with me, I'm going to tell his ass. That's why James Harden's ass be missing sometimes. <laughs> 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 and he's he going to have a reply, I'm sure. Like, well, against blah, blah, blah in game four. Play all P. He showed his ass. Do y'all have a read know. on this series? Why you have to take it there? Oh, <laughs> I was just saying that could be one of his rebuttals. Do you have a feel on this series? The just, Celtics. Y'all I still, still feel, feel Celtics. Celtics, but I would not be surprised if the Sixers won this. They've they've played they've shown me enough this series where I'm mean, like, it's, it could happen. But mm-hmm. everything has to it literally has to be perfect for them. I think 
Mm. I don't think you're going to get 40s from James Harden, but as long as he's good, you're fine. You have a Give chance. me the Celtics because there's no way they should have lost that first game. Yeah. And this would be and a three-one series. Last, yeah, this last game did come down to like yes. a James uh, Marcus Smart shot that just didn't count. So Give me the Celtics. Katie had in the first before it went to OT too on the first try. Uh, I, I'm riding with the Celtics too. Oh, sure did. I'm riding with the Celtics too. Uh, they doing what Doc Rivers said. They playing what they meet. You know you can't do that. That is, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy. When, I love that he said I got some clarification on that. I meant to say playing with your fool, but it was like a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> Something you don't do, man. That's old, old head, head shit. That's oh, old shit. head shit, bro. No, I was at the play with your. Meat. I was Why at the corner play with some meat. You eat meat. I was at the me. corner soda uh, like two days ago. I speaking of meat, I got some meat in the fridge right now. Some lunch meat. <laughs> There's a dude playing the lotto or whatever. You could, he playing the lotto. He he lost or whatever, and you could hear him. He Don't he seen me. He was finna play with his me. <laughs> he finna run. If he won, he would. He finna run the store. <laughs> nah, he. If he, he won, he would. <laughs> whoa, what, whoa, whoa, what? Nah, I should have never brought up that Doc Rivers shit. Did <laughs> slid that in so smoothly? You didn't even peep it. <laughs> He lost on his ticket. He talking about, damn, still got to work my day job. He's like, still got to keep my day job. I'm like, get your old ass. That sound like some GTA NPC shit. (laughs) Like, as soon as he won that motherfucker, he called his boss and tell him, I'm not coming in no more. It was the TikTok that Dana sent me. And it was like when a dad sees another dad at like a restaurant. <laughs> and they was just saying dumb shit like, hey, keep your lady from around this guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, waiter, he's going to pay the bill. They, these just, just bomb ass <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> Motherfuckers do when they see another dad they know. Uh, you uh, doing you're that, causing KB? trouble Not in yet. here. Not yet. He's in here causing trouble. I'm still new to the dad life. I ain't got there yet. Oh. My dad jokes ain't up there. Does your shit. dad crack dad jokes? No. I no. crack dead jokes all day and they only make me laugh. Bro, my so on my uh on Sunday I went to my Y'all would laugh if y'all was I, I like a good dad joke. Yeah, they're like, good. I love dad jokes. I went to uh, I went to my parents' house on Sunday and we all took a shot for my birthday. And my dad, he really don't drink like that. But he he was like, Oh, it's some eighteen hundred bet. You know why he don't drink like that, right? <laughs> I can't even make out some shit. But you so you know you had that like strawberry margarita or whatever? Yeah. So I brought that over there because, like, my mom likes that type of shit. Oh, you know I won't go come back. And- <laughs> <laughs> I got the I got the lamb one for you. I know. I, I left all that for you, man. But no, my mom was my mom was like, "Bet okay, I like that." And then my see. dad had seen it, but I don't think he knew what it was at first. He ain't see the other eighteen hundred I bought over there. He's like, "What is what's in it?" He said, "I can't have nothing with food coloring in it." And I'm like, "Nigga, what, what are you talking about?" <laughs> oh, you talking about the food dyes? Uh, yeah. Oh. That has become a big thing. People are trying to avoid food dyes now. That red forty. Yeah, a lot. It's like a B four. It's like a bunch of them, bro. Damn, I can't make green eggs and ham. Nah. That nigga Kyra, that nigga Kyra was steady asking you like, "P, you ready?" Trying to get you to make him one of them drinks. At first, I understood why, <laughs> but once I stopped using ice, <laughs> if you don't pour that shit into that cup and add that. <laughs> Don't we got one more series to cover? Nope. Knicks, Lakers, Suns, Celtics. Got them oh, all. Shit. Conference finals, not a lot to talk about. Semi-finals. What is something, this is something I keep, I've been thinking about a lot over the last couple of days. What is something from these last couple of years of our work that you like, 
I don't want to say take took for granted or take for granted, but you don't you didn't realize how big it was until after, if that makes sense. Us uh, actually doing or a moment that happened. Anything, I would, anything I, I would just mind. say in general, I feel like I I haven't I've been taking shit for granted and like I've been thinking about doing a little bit of journaling, not just like anything big, but bro, just like right hand to God. I started journaling, bro. Just when, like when, cause this I week, week bro. right hand to God two days ago, I was feeling away and mm-hmm. I was like, I should journal this. So when I feel better tomorrow, four hours ago, or next week, I'm going to read this and be like, nigga, you was That's high. exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just like, well, not even just that, blue. but it's just and like, I, was like, I, I feel like this. there's a lot of <laughs> things just like pass me by and I just like don't live all the way in that moment. So it would be help if I just write it down like, oh, uh, the date is like, we did Derrick Rose's day. We did Shams's day. It's just yeah. like, now I can always look back and be like, holy shit, I did all this and only this short span, uh, in this span of time. It just seems like something you should do, right? Yeah, because life is crazy. Sometimes it I really sit and I think about like... For and it's ex- moving fast, for too. For example, yeah. Tuesday, May 9th, 2023 will never happen again. Yeah. We're never going to experience May 9th, 2023 mm-hmm. ever again. You kind of just got to take every day for what it is. Like, I feel like sometimes... I know you have to plan for the future, but you also can't like look too far in the future because you still some shit can happen tomorrow where whatever you wanted to do in the future may not happen. So you got to take one day at a time. What was your question again? Something about like our profession that we might not have taken it for granted, but kind of flew by without you really realizing that it was a big moment. How many times something. have you written your journal though? I start. What day was your party? Saturday. Saturday. So I've started it Saturday. I've <laughs> you done literally it. started that day. I, 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 okay. He said, "Dear diary, Mike and them was so high. <laughs> <laughs> I did not feel included. I wish I could have smoked some of that weed too." That nigga, if he was in there, like. I think I was like I'm high as hell, y'all. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm calls, I was gonna post that picture. <laughs> I'm so stressed right now. Um, but I will say what I what, what I take for granted, and I think it includes y'all. Y'all may not feel the same way, but I feel like when we go places for work, mm-hmm. we don't really we don't get it in like we supposed to. That's why that is up there on that board. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was telling Josh, no, make Mike flight the same day as his ours. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like we got it, like for, especially for this tour, we got to get it popping. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. I don't want nobody who don't drink to drink or who don't smoke to smoke. Yeah. I don't want nobody to cheat on their girlfriend. But, like, all that in the hotel room, and it's like I'm going to see y'all when it's time to do what we got to do. Sometimes that's cool. If we go to New York for that good zero given time. Yeah. But if we go somewhere new that we've never been, Cause it's gonna be a time, bro. It's going to be a time where through the wire ain't gonna be the same. You gonna have a kid or two. You might have nah, two I kids, and we're not gonna be able to go hoop. We're not gonna be on the game, and then we are gonna look back and be like, "Damn, I remember we used to travel." And then, and then, then we don't even do that no more. It's gonna yeah. be a time where we have to not be on the same flight because your son is gonna have a baseball game, and his daughter is gonna have to fucking. Mm-hmm. Go, I thought about you know? that. I thought about that the other day. Not even just that, but just like I live like. A couple minutes away from my parents' house, I probably go there like maybe once every week or every two weeks. Like I probably should visit more times than not, but it's just like I don't really think about it in that time. Yeah, but like as a podcast, no, but I, I agree with you though. As a podcast, the way shit go, how fast it go, there's no guarantee that in five years we'll all be on the panel together. For sure, yeah. that's a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like you know, it, it gotta. Cause you know, if hypothetically speaking, if Flex came became the biggest artist in the world, you think I would still beat my ass right here? Maybe, P- probably not. I would be like, 
No, I'm joking. I probably would. It's still, it's still I was going to say, this shit two days out the week. It's, it, it's, it's just so fun. <laughs> you like, you could chime in through Zoom if you I wanted to. I literally was laying in my bed and the links was losing. I told Dana, I cannot wait to go to work tomorrow. I'm about to <laughs> I dead ass be thinking about that. Yeah. I be thinking about that shit all the time. I was like, bro, it's nobody I'd rather talk basketball with than y'all niggas. Bro. But the worst is Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. From Saturday to Tuesday, okay, Tuesday coming. But when you have to wait from Tuesday all the way to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I be like, bro. And it's only one extra day, but it just sounds feel... sound like we need to incorporate a third show a week. It's, <laughs> it got quiet. Then. <laughs> That's the extra six figures. <laughs> and that one time I was sick, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, damn, I really missed today's episode. You fucking no, lie. Because I actually you wanted to come in here. He made sure he ain't come to the show. He ain't come to the Thursday shoot. He ain't come to your was birthday. Sick. He was quick on that Thursday one too. Yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not coming. By the way, y'all wanted me to come in here coughing and shit. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nigga, that cough ain't gonna do nothing but fucking let us know you ain't brush your teeth. I'll just fuck with you. No, it's 2023. We don't support people going out sick just because. Yep, that's, that's, that should die. Being in, in school, coughing that up a storm. Y'all think when we go to the airport, it ain't niggas in there with COVID? That's, that's why I walk in the airport with a mask, with a mask on. on facts. That's the last I place like I'll, I'll keep a mask on is in the airport. I and on do the plane. not believe when we were in the pandemic that everybody who had COVID and knew it. Because if you don't know that you have it, then mm-hmm. what the fuck can you do? But I believe I was in Target a few times. For sure. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Do you know how many, bro, it's niggas it's that I know that had COVID, but they still just went about it like they didn't like uh, whatever. Fucking true. So it's just like, true. I know, I just know random people are going to do it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live in a selfish world. Motherfucker yeah. can't sit in the house for three days. <laughs> just gotta go and get fucking that was the worst part, honestly. Not even getting COVID anymore. It was just like you had to be, you was in, um, you had a quarantine for like a certain amount of days. You like, I ain't got shit I could do. Never, that's when you can only play the game. Never yeah. in my life did I ever experience the importance of like vitamins. Mm-hmm. When I had got COVID, I took it serious. I literally quarantined. I quarantined for 21 days. The reason I quarantined for 21 days is because the first seven days, I didn't know I had it, but I knew I had it. But I didn't go to the doctor. When I went, when I finally got my ass to the doctor, Cause I, I was like, damn, I ain't feeling good. Because this was before like the tests were readily available at like Walgreens yeah. and stuff. So I wasn't feeling well. And then I was like, oh man. And my mom was like, just see how you feel for a couple of days, because you don't want to have to go into the uh, the hospital or the doctor with people who actually have it and be more exposed if you just got a little cold. I said bet. One day I was getting ready, and I was eating my fucking frosted flakes and I couldn't taste them. And oh, I said, wow. hold up, I'm gonna keep this to myself. I'm not telling nobody. I said, I'm ordering Uber Eats, and I'm getting some shit that I better be able to taste. <laughs> and I ordered some fucking macaroni from Noodles and Company. That shit came, and I ate that shit, and I could not taste nothing. I said, Ma, they fucking got me. I can't taste. And then I had no smell, and I was like, oh, Damn. yeah, I got COVID. And then that when I went, the doctor's like, 14 days from now. So I had already had seven days because my mom was like, if you do got it, you got to stay the fuck away from us. And then you add on those 14. So when the time was up, I was waking up and I was feeling crazy. I feel like I was finna faint. Like I was walking around and I went to the doctor. They took my blood. My father said, boy, you ain't got no vitamin D. I, I like, told oh, you shit. about that vitamin D. I was like, oh, yeah, I ain't been outside. <laughs> and I was super emotional. And I'm like, oh, damn, all this shit play a part. My whole entire life, I never, I was lucky enough to be a person who never had to really care or give a fuck. But when my shit got off balance, bro, I remember being, I had COVID in the winter. And we were in a car. And we passed this park that me and my mom walk at all the time together. Mm-hmm. And a tear came down my eye. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Is-? Like, I was 
emotionally all yeah. over the place. Nah, it's it's funny time when I had strep toe, I was like emotionally <laughs> done with. Like my, I don't know what it is because I thought it was a cold at first, and then my throat just kept closing up more and more, and to the point where it was like midnight. It was like late as hell at night. And I woke my mom up. I was like, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. Like yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. And she's like. <laughs> Your appointment's tomorrow. Like, you, they finna give you antibiotics. I'm like, I don't know if I can. Like, I think I might have started breaking down and damn near about to cry. For real. Because it's just like, I feel like I'm dead. Like, some shit is not right here. Down. Yes. <laughs> I remember when I had got COVID the first time. I had just left the gym. I'm, I took a shower, everything ate. I lay in bed, and then I just get hit with, like, this wave fatigue. of fatigue mm-hmm. that, like, I've never felt before, and I literally couldn't get out the bed. I, I felt so weak. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? That fatigue <laughs> is so crazy that yeah. I used to laugh. It's like hitting a funny bone. I used to be like, it's no way that I feel like this. Like, we this we were laughing at D-Mills because he was like, he was so tired. He said, I couldn't get my water bottle. And and he was, right, he was yeah. right there. I literally but I, I had, That I was the so first weak. thing I had noticed when I got it. It was like the second time I got it. I was like, that fatigue hit me hard. Like I didn't want to move out of my bed for like yeah. two days. And was, it was my like, story's not as cool as those. <laughs> And you know what's Tell crazy? I lost about my how smell. You feel. I lost my smell and my taste. And my own girlfriend was saying, "Yeah, the girl at work had it, and she ain't been able to smell in five months." I yeah. said, "Why the fuck would you tell me?" Yeah, that? I don't. I hate get the no fuck out. Stories, Bye. Get yeah. out. Get out. Get some out. People, get out. I'm pretty sure some people still can't. Like they say, after a certain amount of time, if you don't get it back, it's just gone forever. They say black people use too, we use too much season in our food. I had COVID during Thanksgiving, so I couldn't eat with my family. I was in the basement. But my mom, it was like prison. She would take my food and put it at the top of the stair. I kid you not. I literally believe that that's what gave me my taste and my smell back. The first that's, day. That's what good cooking could do, man. The first day, I couldn't taste it. I was thinking how it tasted, though. I'm like, oh, I remember how it tasted. Imagine this. Then the <laughs> next day, I, I ate some more, and I was like, oh, meatloaf. I can oh taste these. Uh, candy yams. <laughs> I couldn't taste some other shit though. Like maybe the macaroni came super late, but I'm like, oh, these yams is wake. Like I taste this shit now. It's waking your taste buzz up. Yeah, I was like, Whew. do y'all know anybody that never got it? That never got COVID? Mm-hmm. No, that that's a motherfucker who Suzanne Roscoe. never. These two uh, two producers over here raising their hand that they didn't. They y'all didn't wasn't it. trying to. Suzanne figure out. didn't get it either. Roscoe y'all, never got. Y'all either. wasn't that's at home crazy. taking them. Even though I was COVID. I was taking it to us. We had, we had a t- My dad's a teacher as well, so he uh, would he they would give him tests at work. I was always testing. He was always like, yeah, because some people in my house got it, but I, I never got it. Yeah, Do you Suzanne's, think you've had it though? Because I know those people who didn't have it, but they was like, oh, I was really sick here, and I might have had it there. Man, I could, I could always taste my food. I could always smell. But the, it, it the hit different. Don't I know happen. it hit I, everybody I different. Yeah, it hit different. But I'm just never like I, never really any <laughs> type of fatigue, got. fatigue <laughs> like that. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the first three days of me having it, me and Suzanne slept in the same bed. She never caught it. I only found out wow. I had it because I was supposed to go to Atlanta. Y'all remember that shoot that was like NBA '75 draft with Jerry oh, yeah. West? I was supposed Adam, to be in Adam there. Adam Sandler. I, right, Adam Sandler was in there. I was supposed to be there, but they needed a negative test. For me to fly, and I take the test, I feel fine, and it comes back positive still. The wow. day you had it, I was gonna whoop your ass. What I do? <laughs> I remember I flew all the way to New Jersey, oh, and while yeah. I'm in the air, he has COVID. He tells everybody. I have to now tell them the people at New Jersey because I was doing this fucking college basketball thing with Quentin Richardson and a dude from E. Um, I forget his name, but yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, it's a nice opportunity. This, cool. this, this dude from E uh, TV, like the Kardashians and shit. I'm like, okay. Extra or whatever um, that is. So I'm like, right. So I'm like, okay, cool. 
They found out Derek got COVID. They're telling me this. These are my two options. I take the test. If I obviously don't have it, I'm good. If I do have it, I have to quarantine there in New Jersey or I have to drive, rent a car and drive myself from New Jersey all the way back to Chicago if I don't want to quarantine in this hotel. This is close to Christmas. The quarantine would have took me through Christmas. I said, I'm not taking that test. Just book me a flight. I'm going my ass home tomorrow morning. And I would just not be on the show. Dang. So I went and that I was so blue. Cause they was on some first class shit. They was had I had first class seat. I got off the plane, had a dude waiting for me at the sign. Oh wow. Room. Like it could be Joe Morgan. They, I was, <laughs> Joe Morgan ain't played that damn long ago. <laughs> what year is he appreciate. What's up? What year is he playing? Who? Joe Morgan. The nineties. Oh. I think uh eighties into the nineties. I just got his his little card. Second base? Yeah. His ass be weak though. Yeah, he's more of an announcer, known for now. He has an outstanding announcing voice. Speaking of that, recipes of uh, Vita Blue, Vita Blue, um, yeah. one of the greatest to ever do it for sure. Rest Came in, in at nineteen peace. years old, throwing fucking gas. R.I.P. What you what you uh took for granted? Um, don't say smoking dope. As as corny <laughs> as corny as it sounds, as corny as it sounds, being able to like, when we really think about it. How many times in life are you going to be able to start a business, a successful business with your first cousin and two of your high school homies Mm -hmm. and it be successful and it be like the, you know, able to provide for four families at least Um, that type of shit I've been taking for granted, I think. We're like, I, I don't know if it's ever been a time over the last five years where I'm like, fuck, I got to do the podcast. Like, I always always think to myself, like. And some like just like humble type shit, like damn, I got one of the best jobs in the world. No, yeah, I think about it all the time, but like, damn, I got to work twice a week, <clears throat> and I make good money. Twice it's, a week on camera, we got to watch the games and do that oh, type yeah, of shit too. But like yeah, on, camera, on camera, twice a week. That's the that's the part I try to let people know. It's a twenty four seven job, yeah. and it's it's a third day. You only now see we got, now we got a third. Yeah, day. Now we got a yeah, third. Day. A third you day. only see us on camera the two days, but you don't see me having to watch basketball Monday through Sunday, keep up what's going Maybe on. Also, don't make it seem like that's like we would have done it even if we weren't getting paid. I think For we sure. still oh, watch the did. playoffs and stuff. We yeah. did. the first few years we weren't getting shit. Right. Well, that's the blessing of it. We were splitting up twelve hundred. But um. I was just going through this with Flex because Flex is now in a new uh, situation. But it was like to have nothing, to be able to take nothing, literally nothing, and make it into something is something that people don't do in their life. It's a grind. It's like you got to consistently show up. It's not something that people are trying to do that and they never do it for an entire lifetime. So to take like literally nothing, this nothing exists. There is no Mm -hmm. such thing as through the wire. It's not a pie. It's just nothing. And then we create it, and it's a, it's something. Yep, it's something tangible. The household name. Yeah, it's crazy. You can oh, put I, it. On, I don't know if I go that you far. You can yet. literally I put it on, on TV. Sell it. It's on TV now, though. I, I know you a Will Smith guy. Um, I don't. I've never read the book, but I read the book front and back in like a week. Will Will Smith's favorite What's book. The name of it is Will Smith is fine. Oh, well, yeah, like Will. Will. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. His favorite book in an interview he said is is called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I've never read the, I've never read the book, but I've I think he says something either. like uh, he, uh, the guy turns water into gold, and it's like this narrative of you know it's alchemy, alchemist. That's like what he does. So when you speak on like turning nothing into something, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 like it's cool to have an idea of something, but then the the process of turning it into something tangible that people can like, comment on, share, interact with is like 
really cool. So not a lot of people can do it. Yeah, yeah. I was literally just flex tag went to, came to my mom's house and we was talking about it. Like, oh, we was in a basement, like just doing shit, and it, it's into something now. It, mm-hmm. it became right. something. And mo- it's people who spending their whole life trying to create something. Yeah. Or they're helping somebody else create something. But a lot of people want to create their own shit, which that's, I'm going I'm to put a gem out here for anybody that can't make the podcast this long. More people would, would be uh, into something like this or have a chance to do it if they weren't so focused on trying to be the man. Stop trying to be Steph Curry. I understand it's cool to be the face and the strive to be the face. Realize that Clay and Draymond are Hall of Famers with four rings, shoe deals, uh, max contracts, and they'll probably have a statue too. You don't have to be Steph Curry. Find some shit and figure out how to be a plus and help. Because a lot of motherfuckers is all trying to be the man and all y'all is just staying plateau at this one level because y'all in competition by default. But if you have a homie who is a fashion designer and everybody, everybody in y'all circle know he's cold, help him. Be a team player. Stop going and taking your money and spending on studio time and that shit ain't going nowhere. Your songs is weak as fuck. Your music videos ain't making no traction. Take that money. Go half on the sewing machine. Get your homie popping. Support him. Be his Clay Thompson. And it'll create some shit out of nothing and y'all all can eat for it. Too many motherfuckers trying to be the Steph Curry, and everybody, nobody's going nowhere. I see it all the time. I know a lot of people with a lot of talent, skills, but they all in competition. Nobody want to say, you know what? Let me let me support this person or that person, and it's just like everybody's just doing nothing. <laughs> everybody just tap <laughs> yeah. dancing, doing nothing around each other. It's like ah ah when it's just like, man, you could just get in cahoots. Get in cahoots. I, that's why I like, as stupid as it sounds, like rap groups or just groups in general. Like, I know Our Future been done and gone, but like, Our Future had the Tyler, but Tyler don't go nowhere without fucking Earl being his right hand or Damo Genesis randomly or, you know, shit like that. Haji Beats. Haji Beats coming in. And, you know, so I, I, I think that's very valid. Um, a lot of those groups are like that, though. You know, even yeah. like Brock Hampton. Kevin Abstract is their Steph Curry. That don't mean he's necessarily the most talented of the group, but he was the he was the guy to start off when with. When I think about they made it happen. Uh, when I think about a group, I be thinking about RDC. Mm. Motherfucker, you can't catch them boys nowhere separated. Yep. yep. For real. Yep. Yeah. And they all You want eat. one, you want you get all. You all it's it's all to eat. If the goal is to win, right, then it don't matter. Yep. But that's when you figure out people's true thing. It's motherfuckers who rather be at level one. If they can't be the man, then to reach level 100 as a, as a as a as a supporting cast, I would much rather be on a uh, Emmy award winning box office smash movie as a supporting cast than to be a, a on a hood movie as the face. But to be able to say, "Oh, look, I got my own movie," it's on like Tubi. no, yeah, on Tubi. That's what I meant to call. I didn't know the thing, but yeah, to be on no, Tubi. I seen a movie. They still they had the suits on. Pete. They still had the little Ross tag on the suit. For real? In the Toby oh, movie. Yeah. For real? Oh. Are you being funny? Oh, it was Lord. on Facebook, but yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, it, they had a returning after the, after the hey, shoot. Got to get it how you live, right? Issa Rae said something like, you know, a lot of people trying to network up, but it's actually, um, you know, networking to your left and to your right could actually do so much more for you. So when you just talk about like, look to your, you see a homie that's, he's a fashion designer, dude, it's cold. 
you know, find a way you can kind of get in that mix and, and, and be helpful and be supportive. Support um, without asking for a discount, too. Mm. You don't have to ask your homie for a discount. Support his business. Like, just buy it. That's true. I'm, I'm supporting. I'm not even trying to buy. When I say support, I mean, like, yeah, I'm going so half on the social media machine. Like, what can I do like, what to you need help, help you? With? <laughs> what can I do to help you? Even if I don't have experience, let's figure it out. Right. Oh, you, you, you call. And it's like, and I'm not talking about just forcing some shit. I'm just saying in every friend group, there's somebody that everybody knows he is cold as fuck with that. And it's like a lot of friend groups, they just have that. But it's like, if he's cold, how can we monetize this and help him elevate this into some shit that we can all change our lives with? If that's the plan, instead of all just sitting here in somebody fucking mom house playing 2K, how can we really formulate something and, and make something happen? And if more people did that, it wouldn't. It would be a lot less hate and a lot less envy and a lot less bullshit because motherfuckers had their own shit going on to even care about what this person is doing. So it's like, yeah, I'm going half for my homie on a sewing machine. That's an investment. I don't even have to ask for shit because just off the strength, he can't tell his story without me. If he gets so cold that they make a movie about this nigga, I am in the first scene going half with him in a sewing machine. You don't have to ask for nothing. You, he, by default. He gonna have you for life. If not, then that never was your homie, and you a fool for not even knowing that. Yeah. But it's like, okay, now we got the sewing machine. Okay, now what else can I do? Oh, you need somebody to model. We don't have the connections like that. Fuck it, bro. I'm a model of the shit just because we need something. Oh, you now you big enough to have a pop up shop. I don't know shit, but obviously you can't afford to have a staff. I'll, I'll be the cashier, bro. I'll, I'll 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 sell it and make sure we holding all the money in there. Fuck it. What, what what's next? You oh you 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 kind of bubbling now. You kind of famous. Um. I'll handle the emails. You you too busy to really. That's what I think is always to be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you have a person with a talent or a skill set, they need to always be thinking about what they do. You know what I mean? Like I think every successful person has people around them or a team that's helping them take things off their plate so they can only focus on the 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 point, the figure, the target. LeBron should only be focusing on basketball, how to be in top tier shape, and how to be the best player he can be. He should not have to answer his own emails or schedule his barbershop fucking cut or uh, pick out his own outfits. No, the nigga got a stylist because it's going to help him have some shit where he don't have to spend time worrying about that. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have a nutritionist, a diet, because LeBron James is too busy of a person and is a fucking walking business to have to create or make his own breakfast. That's He just don't have yeah. time to crack eggs. And right. As crazy as it sounds, LeBron James is so important that he just shouldn't be on there talking about, oh, I got to go take the piece out of the oven. Like, so he needs some, somebody has to be able to be humble enough to be like, no, I got you, Brian. It ain't dick riding. It's so much pride and ego. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's where this generation, oh man, we feel like, oh, it's where this generation fails because they, they see any support and they say, is you dick riding. It's just not, yeah. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. That's why I don't give a fuck with nobody be trying to say about shit. Like when, when, when Flex, when we was on the come up and I, I go get water, I answered emails, I called, I, Put the money up. Anything, any hat that was to be worn, I wore. So I don't give a fuck. What you talking about with that weird joke, <laughs> you don't know Drake. Drake is not your homie. Oh, wow. I ain't even yeah. that That's oh, crazy man. that you even made that a thing. Oh, man. But what yeah, he, he said, yeah, it's not dick riding. Oh, it's support. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I wish yeah. we had one of our boys as like a fashion designer, like had their own brand, because I would wear the fuck out of one of the homies' brands. Too. I wish but me- I would also tell him if it's weak. You know, because I yeah, think that's yeah, part think of that's, friendship. That's part of being a good friend. I feel yeah. like you have to be able to let somebody yeah. know some shit ain't working or like this shit, it ain't, you could do better. Not that, that you're right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that you can't do this at all, but like this one right here, it ain't it. Yeah, you know you've done, I've seen you do better. So exactly. I can't, yeah. I, I love where we going and how big we becoming. I can't wait till we get to the level where we can employ some of the homies. 
like here's a career path for you. Like yeah, you're like learn how to be a security guard, and we have a job for you. You feel me? Like like Kyron's our security guard? No, Terrence. <laughs> fuck fuck Kyron gonna do like get his ass beat. <laughs> Terrence should be coming in the Discord, mad as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nigga came in so mad at the game one when the Lakers had won. He talking about better thousand dollars of Golden State Warriors went four straight. <laughs> and I'm like, bad. <laughs> you did say bad. You did say bad. Yeah, he also the other day was kind of like, fucking hate Austin Reeves. Why do they like? They like this guy. I'm like, Austin Reeves killing, bro. <laughs> he just be mad no reason. Yeah. You know, some NBA young boy shit. But that's hey, that's why we love him though. That's why we love him. Um, Nick, I don't know if you answered the original question. Uh, the growth. Um, mm. I felt like it was like you kind of like see it slowly over time, so like you don't really see. But like to be on the platform that we are, to have hundreds of thousands of followers on across multiple platforms, and like to see that fans like watch our stuff and be like, "Y'all helped us through our day," or like we like people love to buy our merch. Like when we drop merch, that shit flies off the shelf. Like you don't And I our merch it, ain't crazy. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And like it's that's cool. how you know you have like diehards that just like support you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that shit is just crazy. Like and I think like you get noticed more in public. Not to say I'm a celebrity or nothing, but like people be like, "Hey, D Mills, love the show, bro." And mm-hmm. like that stuff that you don't like a lot of people don't see on, on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always feel great when when somebody like like can I get a picture? Cuz like for the most part for the the come up of my like YouTube shit, yeah. You look at numbers and you don't really you can't compute. put a face to those numbers. You don't compute that like, damn, that's a million real people. Yeah, you kind of get in love with the idea of the numbers, but when you see it, like when we do a live show and we see how I many people come out, or if I go to a Bulls game and people want pictures and shit, it's yeah. like even at White Sox games, or even when we was at the Cubs games, me yeah. and P took pictures with like two fans. Like yeah. it was like, damn. That's not that's not even your target market. You're yeah. the fucking baseball game, but yet mm-hmm. here we go finding people. So I always, you know, I think I also took that for granted, mostly and especially because a lot of my individual growth came over the pandemic where yeah. you couldn't meet anybody new. So once we got out of that and we we start doing live shows again, or I am able to go to Bulls games, you're like, damn, yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. You know? And then you talk to the people, they got stories, and you you fall in love with not not them. That sounds crazy. You start to recognize like that person's cool ass dude yeah mm-hmm. it's like I, my favorite in interactions my life, i can't wait to meet reese and philly exactly yeah. exactly my favorite like, interactions is not like <laughs> fan to to like creator but it's like you seem like a cool ass dude yeah no you could definitely like within our community there's a, a lot of like cool ass dudes yes mm-hmm. well like, you'll follow them back and like y'all get talk and chop it up and mm-hmm. like show the girl some love too oh, yeah i mean yeah the girls too. Uh, the only reason i say that is i try to hype up our girl fans Cause we need, you know, when you have yeah. when you have a basketball podcast and something that's supposed to be male dominated, and when you have women fans, that means y'all the shit. Yeah, like girls rock with us. Not mm-hmm. a lot of NBA podcasts can say that they got girl fans. Yeah, so no, like, no, we gotta I be always hype them surprised. Up. I always be surprised by how many I see. Yeah, we gotta hype them up so we can get more and more and more and more women. A woman support is better than a man support. I don't care. I don't care. Bow I think wow, they equally support. But, but women will buy a bow wow shirt. Bow Wow album and a ticket. Shout out to R.J. Hampton. Get I don't know. Tattoo. You know, a nigga might rock with us so much. He, he going to see us have a drink in the IG story. And next thing you know, he going to have that drink. 
<laughs> I knew he was gonna make a joke on you. I knew he was gonna make a joke. Yeah, you know what? Anwar might be fucking up that logic. You might want a man support because this is that's that's not as weird as y'all making it, man. I'm just I was streaming yesterday. Anwar, people I came in there fan... talking about you and your obsession with Drake. Max, my DMs went crazy. It's like we got to talk about Anwar. It's Anwar, I had a DM that says Anwar gonna be at the Philly show because he needs an intervention. <laughs> literally, literally, wow, literally, that's crazy. Literally, I re- I really don't think that's that weird. It's like, oh, Drake Drake says he he said he's had a million of them. He said he's he's had a million of these drinks. He loves them. So like he drinks it all the time. You know that's cap, right? And then he started shouting now people. Look, in a piece of they fucking percentage of their sales. Look, look, and he's just it's advertising, and you just did it. I know it's just like it's this homie Shay's like obviously oh, yeah, it's this homie Shay Mitchell's drink, and you know what I'm saying he's like I've had like a million. This is like my millionth one. I love this. In reality, this is third. This right. is the passion fruit flavor, <laughs> whatever it is. Right after the camera, song. and I'm drinking a passion fruit because I got a song. And so he was it's drinking all it. Marketing, it's marketing. And you was like, oh, you got a soul pass. Was the drink at least decent? So I was like, and he said he didn't like the drink. This is what I was excited to Yeah, I did not like the drink. But you didn't like it because it's Shea Mitchell's. Oh, my God. If it was Dre's drink, he would have <laughs> Yo, liked it. You know how crazy it would be if we met a fan in Philly and he told me I never said anything wrong? You would look at him and be like, "That he is dick rad, bro." It's, it's I, basketball, and I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even trying to do all that. He glazing. I'm not. I'm not even trying to do all that. You said it's impossible for that man to make a bad song and he doesn't have one. I in my in my. Oh, said, oh. I'm quoting like I, I said. Drake doesn't have a bad song. Drake doesn't have a bad song. I'm. I'm. A, we not doing. We not doing know, the Drake I, thing again. I, that's what I said. I don't. I just. It, I just said that. I, was gonna I don't say, even want to do that. I don't even want to do. Never dying. The people, <laughs> it, like, until Anwar comes out and be able to criticize Drake without disrespecting him. Of when course. He was talking about nothing into something, and he was talking about it over there. I was like, he loved that shit because it's yeah, that Drake song. Something. <laughs> yeah. You literally have a con- conversation with Anwar, and he says a Drake lyric. I do. I talk in Drake lyrics. That is true. That's, That's true. Yeah. I talk in Drake lyrics. Look. I talk in Drake. <laughs> That's Drake. crazy. You know what? I can't. What probably doesn't even talk in Drake. I quote. I quote James. <laughs> I quote James Bond a lot too. But y'all just don't be catching him because people aren't as a, as aware. Yeah, I only watch that James Bond from like a window. I don't want. I don't want to see three niggas be James Bond. I like my one. I feel that. Are you like that with Batman? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so only. But yeah. at the same time, when I was younger. um, I'm drawing a blank. George Clooney? No, no, no. Before George Clooney. Uh, I don't want to mess it up. I can't think. Yeah, but I, I know think, what you're talking about. But there's another one yeah, that yeah, I yeah. grew up with and had to extend. It took me a while to, to accept Christian Bale. But when yeah. I did, I'm like, okay, I'll fuck with He was this. cool, right? So. Yeah. Uh, then they also made him fly. He had like the, the, the Batmobile. was kind of- <laughs> He like, made him fly. Strong, cool. Yeah, he made like, him fly. You know, so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like that. Like, um, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. That's, that's my yeah. Spider-Man. That's, that's, that's the one we grew up on. That's my Spider-Man, so, yeah. Tom Holliman putting it work though. That's, cool. that's what Kenny oh, yeah, be they good. That's Tom Holliman putting it work. On, I'm not shitting on the other two. I think they I were think, great Spider-Mans, but I, I think, think that Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man too. But I also think that Tom Holland is the best version of Spider-Man. Okay, mm. Mm. he's he's the most entertaining. Not not even just that. The most comic book yes related. Re, not what's the word? Um, represented. I don't know. It, he because fucking Tobey Maguire is like 36 years old. It right. felt like in high school right. catching shit. And but back then in the movies, that was okay. They made right now every young. yeah every right. person was old. Thirty year olds was playing high schoolers exactly. all the time. Yeah, like, they did a great job. Making we them watched Tom Holland came in as a high school. <laughs> yeah. 
We watched. We went back and watched you about a dozen as a family one day, and yeah, their oldest son is like thirty three. Crazy. <laughs> like, I'm talking about got a kid in the Bro, family, but but he oh, old as hell. The dad is old as hell too. Yeah, he is. But, but I mean, wait, wait, you said he was in high school. <laughs> did y'all watch? Did y'all watch the Hannah Montana show back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, her, yeah, brother, yeah. her brother, he was like thirty something. <laughs> yeah. Jack's crazy. Yeah. He was like thirty something when they were uh, filming. I didn't really, I didn't really think about. Mine was, was like kid. seventeen, and he was like thirty. That's cr- that's crazy. Damn, he playing the fuck out of a teenager. He was playing the fuck out of a teenager too. He did his job. Yeah, he did exactly. Some people age that well, you know. Tom Holland still right now look like he's sixteen. For, but for he's, real, what twenty something? Twenty. He's like our age. And he was in there too, <laughs> huh? Isn't he was in there? Yes, he is. Yeah. Lucky bitch. Have you ever seen anything was in there? Utopia. There you go. They don't watch Utopia. Oh yeah. Oh, I've only seen that last season. I didn't see. You didn't see it. No. I only. Angie Euphoria. Me. Euphoria. I meant Euphoria. Euphoria? Utopia is a he cartoon. Utopia. Utopia. Let's say Euphoria. My Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. Threw me off. I was like, what? She played an animal or something. Uto- like, oh, that's Utopia. Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia. It's Which like, is also a fucking banger. I've watched it three times since Avery's been. Zootopia been is actually pretty damn yeah. good. Zootopia is about racism. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh wow. It is so great. Um. Y'all like those seven movies? Absolutely. About racism? I love yeah. that movie. I mean, it has to be done right. We, I, I know a lot of movies that are like, tell me. it's down your, I mean, I couldn't, like, just down your throat type shit. I got to make sure I don't want, I like down your throat type racism movies. Okay. I shouldn't have said that shit. Ooh, oh, that's going to be clipped. Clipped oh, my God. all the way out. I like when they beat the dead horse with the racism <laughs> in movies. Uh, okay. It needs to be, They there's no escape. It I happens, like that Zootopia obviously is geared towards kids and introducing yes. kids to like the biases that people have of different races and stuff um i think it's important for kids to understand think, that eventually yeah, I, I went so to too. a stand-up comedy show this weekend and you he, did yeah how was it it was good and he oh, was okay. like he was uh he was like people always talk about how they don't see color and he's like that's bullshit he's like you see color everywhere you go you can't tell me you've never looked at someone and, and like never had a thought about their race and i was like true <laughs> Like the class people thing. who say that's they not don't very see funny color. though. But no, 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 it was more to it. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I, was, I don't remember the whole was it joke, a good show? That was the context that he was going yeah. into. I don't remember yeah. the whole. That's joke. A, that's a, literally that's like saying my, my 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 I got friends that are black. Are you wait? Did you enjoy the show though? Yeah, it was a pretty good show. I liked it. I went there once. What, what was he? Um, he was black. Okay, there was a black guy, Puerto Rican, and a black girl. Who was the funniest? Uh, the Puerto Rican guy was pretty funny, but I think the black guy at the end, who was the main attraction, was the funniest. I went there and the main attraction dude, he was like, he was old oh, and he wasn't very funny, but like he older had, than our parents? Yes. He had one joke that made me crack up in tears, bro. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he said, because um, he's old, he said, my son went off to Costco and came back with a pack of 100 condoms. Whoa. And he was, he was like, um, if I had 100 condoms, I'd have to leave them in my will. To my son, I leave 96 condoms. And I thought that shit was so fucking funny, bro. <laughs> I thought that shit was so you fucking funny in the moment. In um, I also was high as fuck back then. <laughs> so that, that. No, it was funny. And then he was also like, y'all y'all a tough crowd. Y'all laugh at this, but y'all don't laugh at that. Because he was more, he was really getting into like the controversial shit that would like go on in the world. Yeah. Like the crowd was sometimes like, oh. Right. But then they'll laugh at this. He'd be like, y'all doing this to y'all self. Mm. How y'all find this funny, but then not this. Sound like a motherfucker that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you can go, to I can't any- believe you're not laughing at me. This is my job. If you can go to anybody stand up, who would it be? Dave Chappelle. I'll tell you, yeah, that's, I'm picking Dave Chappelle. Prime, prime, um, Cat Williams, is Chris awesome. Rock. Prime Cat it's, Williams, it's great. Bro. There's, there's no other answer except Bernie Mac. Recipes to Bernie. Bernie Mac. Mac was good too. Recipes to Bernie. I like uh, Chris Rock. Was Dave too. Chappelle. That's my nigga. 
Chris Rock was is on my Mount Rushmore of comedy. Cat Williams is just Cat Williams is a different type of funny for me. Yeah, I'm a goofy, silly motherfucker, and he polar tink tink and all that shit. Like oh, yeah. he had a great run. That shit, like, I and I was understanding that shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. Some of the other <laughs> shit, like. Bernie Mac, him downstairs, like it, 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 it go over your head. It went over my yeah. head when I was. I needed my parents to explain some of this shit. So mm-hmm. I like, I like the cat because I was able to. You was able to like cat a lot. The weed jokes uh, when he talking about his head, you sitting on the counter looking at the bridge. Yeah, that's <laughs> so my mom food would, in that motherfucker. My mom would still be. Like, you want to go nate nate nate? That shit was so funny. You had that shit on one of your iPad iPads. I mean uh, iPods. I don't. He was little. It was a whole cat. It was, I think, it was like uh, shout out to Limewire. It won <laughs> Pimp Chronicles. It was. I uh, need another Lavelle hustling. Crawford one. That nigga's so funny. I don't bro. know why. Why Lavelle Crawford? Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle Crawford is he funny as hell. Who else is funny? I I you know how Kyra can recite Friday word for word. Yeah. I feel like I can do that with Martin Lawrence. You so crazy. Now it's been, so few, crazy. it's been a few years, so maybe not, but I feel like I can wow. recite that shit line You got for that leather shit on? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, You So Crazy is ridiculous, bro. And obviously, he don't do stand-up comedy anymore. But in his prime, Martin was the king. Yeah. You know what my mom always say is funny? Um, Is it Eddie Murphy Delirious? Delirious. Yep. I was just about to say that, bro. I seen- My mom love that shit. It was- Where was that? I was somewhere, and You know I who heard, I never uh, watched, not to cut you off, that might be <laughs> he also- That might also be the guy I got to say before I forget, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is that man. That's one of the main reasons I love Harlem uh, Harlem Nights, too. Facts. But uh, no, somebody was talking about Eddie Murphy. It was like an old white dude. I don't know where I was, but he's like, that's my favorite stand-up all time. Yeah, I don't... um, Oh, I thought it was more for this, too. (laughs) That's not. That was just... (laughs) I was thinking about Delirious. I don't... Do y'all... Bill Burr? I didn't. I don't know who that is. No, I got that. I I think I know who Bill Burr is. I've only asked him because we all mentioned, like... The white guy with the... Yeah, 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 we all we all mention um, people of color because that's what we you know relate to those type of comedy, and I've never been able to like relate to anybody else as far as comedy goes. I, not nobody. I just mentioned Bill. I don't even know anything about Bill Burr. I just know he's a comedian. Not to a T, but my mama used to put on this shit at, at night called the uh, the dry bar, the comedy dry bar or some shit. And you had different type of people there. And sometimes they asked to be funny. But do I have a, a comedian that I'm just glued to? Like, this white guy's funny. Uh, not off the top of my mind. Bill, Bill Burr. I've seen some of his shit. What's the, what's, what's the uh, Mexican guy that people like? Gabriel Iglesias? Yeah, people like He's him. pretty funny. Uh, I, I'm just a different type. Like, when you when you talk like when Cat Williams be talking about hood shit and you like it's just so fucking funny, bro. Yeah. When Kevin Hart was talking about, I went to school and I told my teacher, my mama said, "Bitch, if you <laughs> that shit was so funny." Yeah. Said, "What, ma? I told her exactly what you told me to say. You said to tell that bitch." <laughs> and she was like, "That shit is so fucking funny." He man. said he she got no nipples. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Kevin Hart. Used to be that fucking man, bro. I was finna say, yeah, you know, but I get it. He had to milk his bag and do all the movies with fucking Will Ferrell and shit. And now he's doing them with The Rock. Yeah, and now he doing shit with Keith Lee. But you know, I don't watch. (laughs) I don't have no white comedians that I can really prop up like that. But I have some white people that I think are so funny. And Jonah Hill is at the top of one of my list. That motherfucker right there. That every movie I see with him, I like. I like him and Michael Cera. Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah's. You uh, he's know, he's a super bad too. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. of, I know who I'm thinking about, but I but can't remember Michael, his name. Which one is he? He the dude that main character. Like, he oh, the okay. dude that always looks like he could play a high school. Name. Oh yeah, hell yeah. That, the white funny. dude that be smoking with Snoop Dogg. 
Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth, Seth Rogen. He's funny, funny as fuck, yeah. too. Seth Rogen is funny. He's fucked up. I mean, fucked up. He's funny, too. <laughs> oh, Steve Carell. Oh, How shit. Fucking, fucking. Yes. I've never guy. watched any. I know he does stand up. I've never. Did we say Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell is that nigga. He does stand up? He does stand up? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know. He's a comedic actor. I've only seen him in. Yeah, I've only seen him. Yeah, I'm comedic. only judging off the TV. And in a, yeah. the Virgin. 40-year version. 40-year version. Oh, the Anchorman. The Anchorman oh, is that true. Anchorman. True. Yeah, no, I've, I've true. seen a lot true. more movies than 40 year version is so fucking funny. It's so good, bro. It is so fucking funny. And so is The Office. Like, yeah. I literally only watch The Office in the seasons that Steve is there. Once he's off the show, I don't watch that shit. I don't want to see Addison Kutcher. I don't want to see fucking uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I, I want to see Steve Carell. He is so fucking funny, man. He is. Like, it is amazing how I can I can. Just he glazing, he glazing. But then you watch yeah, the yeah. show where he wasn't a comedian. Like, no, I haven't watched it you yet. Haven't, he was like a therapist. And, and he was yeah. a very serious role. And Suzanne watched it. And she said he was great in it. And I was I like, he didn't crack one joke. She said he didn't crack wait, wait, one wait, joke. What movie was that? I don't know the name of it. it was I like found that out about I might have seen that too. They have this thing mm-hmm. where like when you're funny, everybody wants you to do funny shit. Yeah. yeah, but they yeah. all have this artistic value in themselves where they want to do serious shit as well because they want they they have more depth than people. And I I remember saying it, thinking that about Mark. Like I love Mark. That's my homie. That's one of the closest people we've met in this shit. But it's like he can do a lot more. Every time a person see you, they want you to make them laugh. Yeah. They want you to be yeah. silly and goofy. It's got to be exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. Like, it's I know be it exhausting. is. Just see me on the street. Hey, do that thing. Right. You know he got a skit about like that, oh, and did. it was like really well done. It make me think that they about to do more. Where like he met some dude in the parking garage, like, oh yeah, oh, you yes. RDC, right? That I used to love hot. your that shit. Quality on that was I'm telling you, bro. That like was, they getting in their bag. I that think that yeah. this next whatever is gonna be a lot. Maybe I won't say a lot less of like locker room shit, but I think they really trying to get in their bag because they also did one where they were robbing a bank. Yeah, I like seen that. They was acting yeah. and shit. They were yep. acting their ass off. Yep. They got it, bro. They can do it. That parking lot shit was. That parking lot. <laughs> that shit nigga Desmond be playing bro. everybody. The dude pulled a gun. Gun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know, I know, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know they got some shit going on. They also got an anime that's coming out, or is it a manga? They're doing something like they're they because they're all individual people, but they're they're hive minded. You can have one of them go off and Dylan is streaming while Mark is doing this and. Aff is making music and you know and he performed at uh Dream Dream Con. 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 It was so cool to it see him cool, yeah. in his element yeah what do you do ashwagandha remember that that was the name of the song ashwagandha oh it is mm-hmm. I, I, i'm different i thought it was called i'm different uh, he might have did more than one song but 100 he did ashwagandha i'm glad you just said because i gotta stop at whole foods and give me some ashwagandha i just ran through <laughs> that shit yeah but I, I, I feel the same way about us. Like, I think most people here see us as the Through the Wire basketball podcast, but obviously everybody here is talented and they own little shit. Um, and in the future, we're going to have opportunities to not just be like, oh, let's talk about the Lakers and boom, boom, boom. And it's going to be some fun shit coming up. No, yeah, because I feel that same thing with the Mark shit. Like, every time you see me, I don't have to talk about basketball. Yeah, yeah like, for That sure. is so insulting. I was on a business call yesterday, and he was like, before we get into it, can we talk about my Lakers? I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Sure. That what do you want to so say? Insulting to think every time you see me, I must talk about basketball. That's yeah. how they, that's how them niggas be at the gym, bro. It's one dude that that's always be, the, be at the barbershop. It's he like, don't bro, even say shit about the <laughs> like what's going on now. He be like, give me your top five all the time. I'm yes. like, nigga, I just be walking away, bro. Yeah. I'm finna go who? I've had to like stop going to barbershops for that specific reason, or, like switch barbers. I came because I don't was my barber. True. In his own barbershop. I don't want like if I'm I don't want like the new guy, the guy that we go to. He, what up? How was your weekend? Good. Same thing? Yeah. 
and that's like the extent of everything. You know, he, he just, don't push yeah. unless you do. Like if I start a conversation with him, he'd talk, but he'd just be cutting your hair. The last time I got a haircut, a dude walked in and was like, oh, Chris, this your nephew you be talking about? <laughs> my, my uncle, Mike, Michael Finley. His uncle is really Michael Finley. But he, everything had to be about basketball, and I was just kind of like, <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, we I was with Luca. We, we was at the, like a Dirk. He was. He had the pictures of shit. But it's like, no, it's just fun. Yeah, it is. But it's just like, uh, what am I supposed to do with, with that information? <laughs> yeah. And then you know what he was saying when I was walking out? Gotta have me on the podcast. That's <laughs> everybody's favorite oh, shit. Wow. When you gonna have me on the podcast? The, by the way, that's the most offensive thing that a person can ever say. You know why? Because them motherfuckers would never see Stephen A. and think that they can go in this, but. This is real. This isn't yeah. the homie in the basement shit no more. This is big. This There's is established. No, we gain nothing from having you on a podcast. Literally. We probably actually lose viewers. <laughs> like, <laughs> this fuck is broke. This <laughs> ain't shit. You can just come on. Yeah. We passed that. Like, yeah. We right. turned down like people that are legit legit in the business. Literally. Because we didn't think that they added much value. Not saying that they're... They they didn't add value to our show. Yeah. You think right. that you're going to walk into a barbershop and be like, oh, P.I. going to be like... You know what? Come in on Tuesday and at, at 10 o'clock. We got you, bro. Fuck? Nigga, man, he talking about mid-argument. He talking about, nah, we going to finish this on the podcast. <laughs> I got something for your ass. Business-wise, we can't even do that because you're liable to come on here and say a racial slur, homophobic slur. Like, you, you can disrespect the player too much. Like, that's that's corporate and all type. Like, it literally, even if I did, was like, you would be good. I can, literally can't put you on here because yeah. who are you liable for and who's responsible for you if you say that? If you just go off the rails or if Mike say some shit and you you want to get in his face, like what? Who's responsible <laughs> yeah. for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, <laughs> it, it don't work. This is real. This is professional. This is like this is. Imagine giving John a mic, our friend John. Oh, my God. Just, Imagine Kyron. Yeah, I was on the behind the scenes saying Kyron used to watch games and be like, oh, LeBron fail. I hope he tore his ACL. He used to say shit like that. You can't come on here and say that. And I'm sorry, Kyron, to put you out there, but you used to say it. it was, uh, <laughs> Kyron is the one. Kyron don't care. Yeah, he, don't, he literally don't give a He fun. watched the episodes, though. He does. He was at the Anwar things telling Anwar about he, the shit he was He was. He I was, thought y'all said something to him. It was the same day. No. He don't play. I if thought y'all said something to He will listen at work. Okay. So he came in like, hey, you crazy. I was and like, then, I was and like. And I also said something on the podcast, like, um, uh, I'm going to bring my Switch. You remember last episode. time we were at Mike's house, how Kyron just showed up at the door knocking and shit? He, just yeah. be getting he, in. Did, it he did it again. Oh, wow. And we asked, how the fuck you keep getting he in the building? He said, I'm black. Like, <laughs> 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 That'll get you in the building. You know what he be doing? He must be taking his ID and sliding it in. No, he not. No, he probably just wait for, wait for somebody. He probably wait for somebody to walk out. But that's that's even a, that's, that's crazy. That's even that is that's some crazy shit. Or he could just have, he also could have good time and he just somebody's True. always walking out as he's coming. I was gonna say, yeah. I, I feel like the foot traffic not that crazy, especially at that it's time of night. It's a big building, building though. though. So it is big. I said things motherfuckers do at the plex. Like, oh, bro. Well, in my building, the doors, the lock was always broke. Motherfuckers are just because motherfuckers doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I get broken, and then the, they start having motherfuckers patrolling because it's like, bro. Why y'all breaking these doors? Doing that <laughs> shit, just to sit in the hallway with your homie. Yeah, it and he good. he's about to come get you. It was good to see our boy Caleb for the first time in years. Oh, right. Yeah. Last time I that's your. I, I mean, I don't. Have, I have no ill will to him, but that's more of y'all homie. Mm-hmm. Last time I seen him, he did not have hair. 
Yeah, and his shit like and shit down now. here too. Like, damn, he a dude that like you don't talk too often, but when you do, he always got a lot, like a yeah. lot of story. Like he was telling us about when he was in Cancun. I don't know if you were there for that conversation. No, I sure as hell wasn't. Or oh, I was um, too cold to pay attention. This was at the suit fitting, uh, so you know we were kind of broken up, and. I will tell y'all after the pod the shit that he went oh, through in Cancun. Oh, you got the fucking fans. I know. I know. Hyped up. Uh, but he, you know, he, you know his history. You know his history is something along those lines. Oh, so to I think it kind of put it in, in perspective. Not so, perspective, but I understand what you're saying. So this don't end on a cliffhanger? I remember when Derek, I'm going to talk about it off the pod. <laughs> oh, that's I crazy. Was I appreciate y'all watching and listening to this episode of Through the Wire Podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave it a like. I kind of like the idea of having them put something in the comments section if they watch the whole thing. Because I saw a lot of Drake is mid at the, in the comments of last you know episode. Why? Also, it's timestamps. Time steps are now. So they can now. see yeah. Drake on war. Shout out to the team. On <laughs> war, dick riding Drake, and they instantly are like, <laughs> "Go to it." Uh, um, what What do y'all want them to to put in the comment section this time around? If they, I want them something. to. T- I want them to uh, say what they think we take for granted, mm. or what we shouldn't take for granted, or what was their favorite moment from the last from the years of us doing this. Or what they would say if they met us, or who thinks that they damn this seven. I know. Question. Yeah, let's or, pick or, one. Let's I'm pick one. Or, let's or pick one. Who thinks they cool? Who who thinks that they're like I'm a cool fan like I don't do too much right. I can hang out with y'all I like, was more thinking of them no, saying no, no. three words right I was gonna say ask them what's the most disrespectful thing you could say to people oh, I guess uh, to the podcast <laughs> talking about can you be on the podcast because you said we legit answer one of those twelve <laughs> questions in the comment section <laughs> one of the twelve and we'll know who exactly. y'all favorite on this bitch let's get let's get messy who y'all favorite and least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all on Saturday, man. Peace. Peace.